Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This week in league, Fafita pledges for Tonga, leaving New South Wales desperate for a replacement who can play well for one-third of an Origin series. The race for the next Immortal is over, and sadly for Mal and Proven, neither of them ever binned Cam Smith. The Broncos escaped salary cap investigation after it's clear that the only brown paper bags Jack Bird received had the golden arches on them. Plus, we look ahead to all the action for round five of the 2018 NRL season. All that and more, this week in league. Welcome to episode 281 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, new listeners. Welcome, old listeners. And uh, welcome to all the, uh, the people who retweet and share shit on Facebook. And we love yous all. Now, well, uh, I'm not going to say anything about this being an express episode because this is for, for the, the, smart, the smart asses are like listening to it. And, they, and, and we say at the start of last episode, as we're recording it, not knowing what the finish line looks like. And we don't know it's going to be two hours and five minutes or whatever. We're thinking, yeah, we'll be busting shit out in like an hour 20, hour 30. Yeah. They, when downloading or going to iTunes, they can see there it says 205. <laughs> they, and so they're like, ha funny cunts. Yeah, right. But we don't have that knowledge. <laughs> we don't know. Look, here's the thing. Just like players, we need to look at our video from last week. <laughs> I don't think we should bring up the RLPA. <laughs> Yep, yep. <laughs> because I'm gonna go oh, fucking <laughs> fucking. That'll be a four-hour episode again. <laughs> yeah, we're, gonna, we're gonna get fucking Jimmy Hoffa coming out of here, fucking <laughs> smashing the unions. <laughs> uh, fuck. Yeah. What um, a round! What a fucking round of football! Oh mate, what what a what a season so far. I mean, there's there's, there's certainly been the complaints about uh, you know the penalty fest and all that sort of thing. And I, I do, I do say like some of those games are, f- are fucking punishing, mm. but there are also teams that traditionally create punishing <laughs> spectacles just by themselves anyway. Yeah. But um, well, let's not say punishing, but like defensively oriented, uh, you know, sorts sorts of things. But you know, these penalties, let's, you know, these fuck the cunts will learn. Yep. They're gonna, they're gonna learn. Yeah. It's, it's there's always crackdowns, and uh, they're they're gonna learn. So um, what, what I've loved about this round. Um, you know, we said at the beginning of the year, this is probably one of the biggest switch-ups we've ever seen. Yep. We've got a lot of new combinations at yep. a lot of clubs. Almost all the halves everywhere all yeah. switch route, yep. And and the teams that are dominating are the ones who show up on the day with more desire, who oh, desire. are with an H. Yeah, desire. Desire. And the ones that are doing the little things right. 
So there's yeah. some great spectacles of rugby league at the moment. Fantastic. That's just it's just great to have an unpredictable competition as well. Mm. Yeah, like just unpredictable. Like the Knights have come, the Knights have got better, but then, you know they, then but they've been you know, sat on their asses a little bit. Like okay, you're better, yep. but you're not that good. Yep. And then you've got teams like the Warriors that are still, you know, potentially overachieving. Dragons, definitely overachieving. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they're travelling well. And then you see teams that traditionally don't get turned out like the Storm. Yeah. You're not travelling that great at the moment. And uh, not getting smashed by any stretch of the imagination. No, not, not, not travelling great. Um, Broncos getting fucking pounded on the regular. Well, not only that, but the Broncos getting done by a team that had 50 put on them the previous week. Yeah, yeah. And, like, there is a bit of a, you know, the big brother, little brother. I mean, they're, gonna, they're always going to lift for that encounter. But we'll put it Broncos way. home do you game. Know, do you know in that Titans team, the only other player, that, the only player that had ever been in a winning side against the Broncos was fucking tri-assist extraordinaire Ryan James? <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. How, how good... I mean, he's like, he's, he's just taken the indignity of the way he finished up last season, yeah. robbing himself of the Dallium. <laughs> and he's like, well, the year before, sorry, it was his Dallium year, wasn't it? And um, he's just taken that and just gone, fuck this, yeah. watch this shit. It's fucking great. I'm going to halfback these motherfuckers <laughs> and everything, it's sensational. Um, looking at some news at the start of the week, uh, there wasn't a lot of fucking news, to be perfectly honest. Today, there was uh, stuff coming out saying uh, uh, Jack Whiten was uh, the subject of a, an ACT police investigation. Uh, there was an incident uh, earlier this year, before the, I think it was before they even played round one. It was a couple of weeks before it was the start the of the season. Yeah. It's only just coming out now. It was a nightclub incident. Uh, there's no no real telling what it is. And did they end up standing him down? I haven't looked at the team list yet. I've got them down here later. Let me scroll down. Um, yeah, all, all we know at this stage is there was an altercation at a nightclub. It involved... It's three still named in the side, at least the side today, so... Yeah, it, it involved three other men. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got to assume that there was some violence involved. I was, see, see, when you say that, I was going to say I was assuming that there would like be some sort of uh, hybrid human centipedes involved. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Fishwick. I mean, if you're going to connect three people together, I mean, like, that's... <laughs> see, that's what Canberra would have to do. Now that pornography <laughs> is so readily available... <laughs> Just, the internet bankrupting camera. Look, there's just there's Fishwick. They, they just got to go dark. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah. He, you know, he he was out. He was probably on the piss and yeah, whatever man, else. Man, and look, let's let's face it. He's he's one of those guys where that shit happens, and you're not at all surprised. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. What was the other one? It was the year um, one, wasn't it? Yeah. The the Parramatta midweek piss up. It's just such dark times for that that team. So much promise or so much expectation going into the season. Been absolutely fucking abysmal, getting getting pumped on the regular. Yeah. And then then they start getting the things where they're doing, you know, the players, a couple of players are going out. And what was the story with that one? What did they do wrong? Now the the alleged incident okay. um, was he had three players: Jennings, Brown, and Norman. Yep. All with priors for, you know, mi- you know misbehaviour and whatnot. Um, went out to dinner at the Rocks. Yep. You know, had a bit to eat, maybe a couple with dinner. Yep. And then kicked on afterwards and the club received a complaint okay. that they were being obnoxious and behaving poorly and foul language. I can't imagine Brownie being obnoxious other things. at all. It just <laughs> seems so out of character for Look, him. The, the actual story itself... 
That it's you go to any pub in Australia on any day of the week, and you would find a group of three men being fucking obnoxious and oh, mate, well, let me tell you. Look at this. Captain fucking obnoxious here. It's a Tuesday night and there's two grown men fucking swearing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Ask anyone in this house. I'm sure there's a couple of... <laughs> a report of obnoxious people with no, yeah. with no alcohol involved at all. Yeah, we're on the waters and we're fucking horrible. <laughs> but what those three individuals are, are walking fucking urban samurai haircuts. You know? Yes. Personification. Yeah. If, if that was... Um, Three players from the Dragons. Yep. Then it's a non-issue. Yep. If that was three players from the, if it was three players from the Warriors, I'd probably be charting their decline. But um, you know. But yeah, I mean, the team's in such trouble anyway, and they. Uh, yeah. And so then, when the bad stuff comes out, I mean, it, just, it, it starts to pile on and look a bit worse. And again, at the end of the day, if you're a professional sports person, I'm not saying you you don't don't have a beer with your meal or whatever. I know some teams are completely alcohol free, others aren't. But you don't tie one on in the middle of the week. Yeah, kick, kicking on to the point where you're clubbing or whatever, and yeah. and getting these you know, potential reports of being obnoxious and stuff like that. That's just from a sleep perspective. Yeah, so I reckon h- half of it is the fact that they have a little bit of celebrity makes them magnets for people to want to yeah complain. Um, and look, let me let me just say, as 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 likely as those three are, mm. it's very possible that they were just a little bit loud. And they didn't actually... They weren't doing anything. However, yeah. it goes back to the professional sportsman in a team that's not doing very well. Yep. That perhaps you might want to get an early night. Yeah. Perhaps you might not want to put alcohol in your body. Exactly. You know, in the middle of a, a training week. Like, the... Uh, anyway. Especially with that, yeah. Their, their fitness looks fucking terrible too. Like, as a team. Especially since last year, they, they came home on that, you know... Um, underwhelming no star forward pack yeah just outworking everybody yeah so but uh yeah I mean there was no there was no speculation or no uh no accusations that Corey Norman was no drinking out of glass this like, time doing like vaginal laybacks or whatever no no <laughs> no alright good we should good. well he's learned something then well if a shoey's a shoey that was the moody <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, dear! Anyone that's in children's animation, if you can work a character named Clungy <laughs> into one of your shows, sure could could perhaps live in a Clungy submarine. <laughs> I want to, I want to, I want to say that that you know that would never get through because you know people, someone would go, oh, that's a euphemism or you know like colloquialism for whatever, but. You look back and there's like some of those old shows yeah. and they got a ton of stuff. Shit, yeah. And this is not stuff like South Park where they're, they're just swearing and everything. This is like a kid's, kid's puppetry fucking, <laughs> not even trying to be the least bit. Like, yeah. I mean, you think of the shit that Jamie Dunn pulled through on back in the day. With- <laughs> yeah. See, that never made it to air. Well, no, no, no. I still give to you the best one in the history was that Animaniacs episode. Yeah. Where they were talking about fingering prints. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, can I get your take on the current penalty situation and how that's playing out? Look, I like it. I don't care. I was like, there's, as I said before, there's, there, are, there are games that are... There's, there, well, this way, I mean, there was the South and the Doggies game... It was a punishing game to watch for 76 minutes. However, none of that was because of penalty, Bill. Mm. 
And then the, the, the one that people are mostly talking about is this from the last round is the Storm versus the Sharkies one. Yep. And look, it's, you know, it sucks to get these, you know, these penalties all the time. And fucking, you know, the Manly game, I mean, there's, you know, penalties, you, know, you get like a run of a couple of penalties. But, but when you look at it, you go, well, yeah, like, what the fuck was that for, can't? And then you, the camera sort of zooms back and you see more of the action. You go, oh, yeah, that guy was fairly, he was pretty far offside. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's warranted. Yeah. Like, what, what other sport has this? Or has, ha- or you know, I guess not has, because we're you know we're stepping stepping on it now. But what other sport had like a, a, a situation like where it's, oh yeah, well this time we won't fucking bother yeah. getting them for but it. Look, you know? I think the last the closest thing I've seen to it was the NBA's traveling. Jesus, well, some stars do fucking do where they do know, get away with some shit. Yeah, with well, these, of- these fucking dudes take like four steps. Yeah, like that's they're, it. they're like they're like running from the three point line. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a spectacular dunk at the end, exactly. so of course we're going to let it go. You know, um, <laughs> look, you know I fucking love an analogy. Oh, yeah. Um, you put the anal in analogy. I do. And the OG. <laughs> <laughs> um, think of speed cameras, right? Okay. No one likes getting done by speed cameras. And, yeah, there's different ways that you can get done they can hide them or they can put the ones that are always there with big fucking signs on them and so they've got those ones now that, that look the like other. the work lights on the freeway yeah. like those ones the, the yellow the orange they've, little bases they've there. got the other ones that look like work utes yeah with the yeah. fucking ladders and everything on them yeah with the camera yeah. inside but at the end of the day if you're not fucking speeding you're not going to get done. you don't get a ticket in the mail yeah right? now the stupidest thing that i've heard is people wanting the referees to stop Blowing penalties, and these are yeah. professional fucking yeah. commentators. And it, in fact, that. in fact, it's more often media people saying, "Yeah," it. because I, I've got a bunch of tweets for later in the show, and almost everyone is like, "Fuck, you know, fuck yeah, you know, I, I supported how long these kinds of things get away with this." Blah, That's blah, it. You know? Now, so. at, at the end of the day, if if they're not playing by the rules, mm-hmm. then then you're going to be fucking penalised. Mm-hmm. And it's nobody's fault but the teams. Yep. What I have an issue with is, and it's always been a fucking issue, yeah. it's always been a bugbear, is that if you go past a speed camera one day at 60 and you're fine, yeah. and you go past it the next day at 60 and you get flashed. Yeah. You know, that that's... Inconsistent application of the rules is a... That's yeah. it. And it's yeah. always going to be tough because there's, you know, gonna mistakes made and, yep. and this, that and the other. And look, it's great when the game's flowing and the referee never blows a penalty. But, you know, if you're losing a game because the team's allowed to get away with fucking murder... Yeah. And uh, yeah, I even heard one one referee explain this, and it fucking shocked me. I, God, I should have written it. I forget which game it was. But an offside penalty was given. Yep. And the captain went up and said, you know, hang on, what what's going on there? He didn't get involved in the play. Yeah. And the referee turned and said... Yeah, but he was off the mark, and that's going to affect where that team chooses to play. Yeah, yeah. So if the dummy half's looking around, the, that guy's right up in their face, so he's not going left. He's going exactly. Yeah, which yep. it's it's the it was the most concise explanation of why well fucking if everyone's not back, it doesn't matter if they didn't go your way. Yep. And you didn't get involved in the play. Yep. Get fucking back ten. Yep. Not hard. Yep. I tell you what, though, then you get the then you get the the lean the the weird uh, misapplication is when a copper catches you directly, 
like a, like a human cop, not a not a camera. Yeah. Like what happened to me the other week? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And and it was. I mean, admittedly, it was kind of grey because like there's been a lot of roadworks and it's gone up and down and it's changed. You know, whatever it was. And I thought I was. I thought I was. Well, actually, no, I didn't think I was doing the right thing. I knew I was speeding, but like I actually thought I was speeding like over a higher bracket than I was. <laughs> and the guy's gone to me, he's gone, look, you know, I've got you, you know, um, do you know what speed limit is? And I, and I, and I was like, oh, 70, he goes, no, nah, it's 60. I said, oh, okay, fair enough, you got me. And he said, look, you, you, you were doing, you know, 73, which is like, you know, the next bracket, like 13 or, you know, 13 yeah, plus yeah, or double. whatever. And he says, so I'll knock it back down, I'll knock it back down and say you were doing like, you know, 71, so it's only like a point. And there you go, at the end yep. of the day, I learned a lesson. Well, because you were fucking polite, not yeah. like Cam Smith. Yeah, well, yeah. You didn't get binned. Didn't get binned. So. Uh, yeah, and he was like, oh, yeah, you got a good reason. And I was like, nothing that you <laughs> nothing that you would agree <laughs> deserves the priority that I've placed on. <laughs> Shout out oh. to QPS yep. and all other PS. Doing great. i tell you what, though. I mean, this guy was like tattooed from fucking neck to nuts. Mm. Like full sleeves down to his wrists on both arms. He's yep. wearing a short sleeve shirt. Yep. And I was like, wow. Things unchanged. Yeah. Society, man. Yeah, man. Coppers, coppers looking more fucking inked up than the bikers. You know, maybe he's got a fucking Donnie Brasco, that shit. <laughs> Get in there and... <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe he used. Yeah, he used to work undercover, and he, you know, it's it just took such a tremendous toll on his on his personal life. He just had to, you know, write 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 speeding tickets for a little yeah, while, just to chill. Yeah, just just to get some semblance of a normal life. Exactly. See, we got a whole backstory for this guy. Damn straight. He's a fucking great guy. His wife left him. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to rebuild a relationship with his kids. Exactly. They don't know him because he was undercover for so long. Like he's, she's taken him off, and now his kids are Broncos fans. Yep. And he's like, fuck, you know, like, you know, while I was undercover, like, the Tigers completely declined. Yeah. Been undercover since 2005. Exactly. Just come out. Exactly. <laughs> Chris Lawrence is still playing. <laughs> he's a great Australian hero. <laughs> he's like, Benji's still there? No, no, you know, you got no idea. This, fu- this is fucking Oscar-winning material. <laughs> justice. Where's uh, his justice? I fucking you, ask you. If you listen to the show, <laughs> where's the yellow thing? I think I fucking binned it after I paid it. <laughs> Recap starting on Thursday night up at 1,300 teeth, or 1,300 tears, as it, as, it may, as it may become to known. There's many tears that have created a fucking tropical cyclone that's now fucking Mackay. Shout out yeah. to Mackay, take care. Yeah, got some clients up in Mackay, and uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're battening down, just starting to think about tying things down and, yeah. and all that sort of shit. They went and did the grocery shopping on the weekend, she was saying, and... um. She got the last thing of milk, and that was on the week. That was like three days ago, and I only first heard about this shit starting to brew up again like yesterday. Yeah, but uh, no, apparently it's getting to that that supermarket crazy buy up everything stage. Yeah, or already was on the Easter weekend. So yeah, fucking that happens on like the day before Good Friday. Yeah. Yeah, can't <laughs> you see this bottle of those too? It's fucking pissheads, right? <laughs> they can't stand the fact 
that they may not be able to buy this on the farm one day. <laughs> Like fucking oh, cunt, Jesus! <laughs> oh man, I, I went to I went to dinner <laughs> dinner down to the Westfield on like the Thursday night, and like the car park behind where the Dan Murphys is, there's fucking cunts like <laughs> tradies with use and shit. Just low, like they got a trolley, they got fucking six cards. <laughs> I go, oh, it's gonna be a long one. <laughs> going away for the weekend, mate. Huh? Going away? No. <laughs> like fucking squirrels hunkering down for like a long winter or something, man. Like, fuck, Jesus um, Christ. But, you know, more to the point, 33, the Panthers scored, uh, defeating the Cowboys 14 up there. And uh, <coughs> the uh, <coughs> points for the Panthers came through tries to James Maloney, Kickow, Billy Kickow, Wanga Blake and Leota. Uh, Maloney, 4-4 four four conversions, 4-4 four four penalty goals and a field goal. A banner evening for the barbecue. And uh, the Cowboys doubled to Felt. I think you predicted six tries to Felt, so, you you know... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> none of them came off kicks though. So. No, no, that's right. And Winterstein as well, and uh, Thurston, uncharacteristically one of three conversions. Yeah, pretty bad night for him on the boot. Just a bad night for him in general too. Like, I mean, I'll give give credit to Penrith for sort of rushing up and, and cutting down the decision time and doing yep. it consistently for pretty much the entire game, yeah. but. There was still like there's he you know get the ball first off the off the off the dummy half and. He just do like look each side and go to do something, and there's just nothing, and he just like gets you know just takes a tackle. Yeah, and you don't, man, you don't fucking see that very often. Well, he he's safely out of North Queensland <clears throat> because he was still holding James Fisher Harris's pocket as the Panthers <laughs> were flying out. <laughs> so JT safe. <laughs> um, no need to stress that that, that, that uh, what's the fucking cyclone called like Iris or Iris, Ida, Irene. Ida or something yeah like, it's not going to blow his shoulder back out <laughs> so soon after after a long season of injury um, look again it was one of those games where the Panthers turned up with, with a decent attitude mm-hmm. and it was nice to see them maintain working. that attitude past the uh, 14 correct point mark yeah, it was 14 nil to us yeah, I don't yeah know what the fuck was going on could have been yeah could have been it was a big opportunity but, uh, <laughs> Uh, but you know the the more impressive thing was that they held that through setbacks. Yep. Because when you look at this game, the, the scoreline's very very deceptive. It was four tries to three. Yeah. You know Maloney converted all of ours, mm-hmm. and we when we took got penalties took the two in, and, in the strike zone. Yeah. yeah. Kicked the two. So that that was the kicking was really yep. the difference. It did. It was four tries to three. And the way the Panthers maintain that attitude up against a forward pack that are known dominators mm-hmm. was extremely impressive. You know, even to the stage where they, you know, Isaiah Yo actually died on the field <laughs> after Tom Lolo ran at him. <laughs> you know? um, he gave his life so that the Panthers may lose. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they gave away their fair share of penalties. Yeah. Um, but the ability to weather those storms, um, and also the mentality of the, the the Cowboys, or like the Thurston Thurston mentality, is never to just line up and just pot yeah goal after goal yeah, after goal. Yeah, um, and if you look at it, what what got them home, I believe, really was their discipline. So they only had six errors. Yep. All game to the Cowboys twelve. They, they only had forty two percent of possession, Penrith, but they completed at eighty five percent. Nice little end of game debut for Wade Egan, mm-hmm. future star of the club. Um, but you know the couple of times in this game, it, it did remind me of one of the greatest quotes 
by Socrates. For fuck's sake, Tyrone Peachy, stop tackling cunts in the face with your hands. <laughs> and fuck off up the Gold Coast cunt. <laughs> like, fuck, yeah. Get the fuck off up there so Garth Brennan can play you for two minutes. <laughs> um... Yeah, Peach at six wasn't as much of a disaster as I thought it'd be. It was no. obviously off. Yeah, um, and and thank God Maloney was there to take control well, more, on that side. Yeah, it's it's more the, the fact that Cleary wasn't there. Maloney really did step up. He's still got a couple. He's still got a, he's still got a couple of tricks left. Mm, certainly does. I know who's getting the better end of that trade. Well, you know Maloney's taking the field, isn't he? So, and he's not he's not missing four thousand tackles and you know being the penalty magnet, yeah. especially in his penalty a thon heavy environment yeah. that we're in at the moment. That's it. I mean, thank fuck, Lussick's not coming. Back. But um, yeah, look, the the Cowboys are. Yeah, I'm not going to say they're cooked because they've had bad runs to start seasons off before. Yeah, they certainly have. And you know, in, in like last year, wasn't it, or was it 2015? Which See, is one, it, one of the seasons. They had. It, everything in my head says to me that they made the eight by default last year because the Dragons choked yep. in that last game against the Dogs. Yep. That got them into the finals. Mm-hmm. And then they just had this magical run and Morgan was playing out of his skin. and Yeah. Um, you, you can't reproduce those conditions. So no, I, I do they think did, they'll but they, be up there. Yeah, but they also needed they also needed that extra time because they had the, the sudden and unexpected yeah. loss of Thurston for half a season too. So... Yeah, that's like that's that's two items on opposite ends of the scale, I think, to sort of balance out a little bit. But um, yeah, but having said that, you know, they fell over into the into the finals last year. Maybe they are like an eighth, you know, eighth or ninth level team. Maybe they are. Maybe we'll find out. Leroy Brown, nineteen seventy-eight. So much for the Cowboys being premiership favourites this year. Oh my god, they're garbage. I'm turning it off and going to bed. I love watching an informed Cowboys, but this looks like amateur hour. Fucking disrespectful piece of shit you should have stayed up to watch the master class I think he's a Storm fan so like you've been redundant by calling him a disrespectful piece of shit <laughs> no that 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 was for all football fans danger so. underscore anger pulling my dick now over <laughs> Bill Kickout <laughs> he's trying to make like a rhyming couplet it's like we had the Hiku haikus and now it's like Kickout for some reason he's been <laughs> uh, you've been <laughs> Hey, I, I picked you've, him as a revelation. Your, uh, yeah, your, your, your dick is is fucking worn down <laughs> past all levels of usefulness, <laughs> all levels of utility, <laughs> and that was weeks ago. <laughs> uh, Mister Underscore Wars, fucking comes at you here. LOL at James Maloney for doing exactly what stepdad Jay didn't want while ranting on this week in league, and now he's playing basically solo. But also winning the game by himself. It's in a fucking masterclass of I'll fucking do it myself, cunts. What fucking game you were watching in what fucking time zone on <laughs> what fucking Asian opium den? <laughs> but what I said I wanted the Panthers to do more of was build pressure and take control of games. And that's exactly what the fuck they were doing. Now, I'll take scoring fucking tries and kicking the shit out of the ball to score points as applying pressure. <laughs> Any day of the week. <laughs> Fucking glue sniffing retard. <sighs> ben Dunn, 43. Clear he was holding the Panthers back. Run at me, stepdad. You got Moylan in your team. <laughs> Look, 
I think it's been proven to be fairly accurate that Moreland, you know, I'm not saying he's a bad player or anything, but at least, you know, the the chemistry yeah. combinations or whatever, <clears throat> you know, and, and now in the rearview mirror, you can you can concede as well. Mm. Probably wasn't the greatest combination, you know, wasn't, the wasn't, wasn't doing the great, you know, the best for the club. Yeah, look, Clear is a kid. Yeah. You know, and <clears throat> and there's going to be some changes and, and he, he looked on and he seems to have his head screwed on enough that he can look at that performance and go, fuck, okay. Maybe we try doing things a bit differently. Not that they started the season horribly either. Um, he was involved in yep. in their wins, but same you know. line. He's like, "Look at me, look at me, Nathan." Yeah, I'm the captain now. <laughs> 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 uh, doggies, no fuck doggies. Rabbits twenty defeat the doggies sixteen. Hey, it wasn't a storming. Oh no, yeah, no, because they they had the afternoon game and then the storm game was um the night game. Oh, that's right. Yeah. With all that Easter shenanigans, remember? I have no fucking idea what year it is, let alone what time of fucking day it is. Man, so. you're, you're, you're burning the candle, not even at both ends. You're burning in the middle. I mean, the candle's just a fucking puddle at this yeah. stage. <laughs> With a limp wick. Uh, the Rabbits, 20, defeated the, the Bulldogs, 16, in um, a punishing fucking game to watch for 76 or 77 minutes. Uh, the, the, the Rabbits points came through tries to G.I., Braden Burns, Heimel Hunt, and uh, Cameron Murray. Um, Dewey, two of th- four, sorry, two of four conversions. The Doggy 16 came from uh, a double to Josh Morris. One of two conversions from Kieran Foran, with the missed conversion being one from right in front or just like starting at the left upright and kicking it under the crossbar. And uh, he got three three conversions though. Three, 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 three penalty goals, my mistake. This one, fuck. This was just an unenjoyable fucking game for whatever reason for the entire thing. And then Souths, I'm not sure. You know, they've been going okay lately. Yeah. Why they had a handbrake applied to them for this game, it seemed like, the, it almost seemed like instructions to be playing this dour, fucking unimaginative some sort of game plan sort of situation and then with five minutes to go they started playing football and they were fucking all over them. Yeah. They scored easily. Yeah. Look, it, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know how many of... Oh, there'd be enough left for this to be a thing. Maybe is it some leftover rivalry where where these two forward packs just want to get involved and, and yeah. belt each other? No, I just don't um, think there's enough of the... There's not enough of the characters still left. I mean, obviously you've got the Burgeyes on the, on the south side but, you know, the Doggies... Clemmer was there. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, Jackson was there. But you would you would expect that you know if you wanted to have some sort of old school rivalry, you'd have to say Graham would have to be there for that because you got the Poms thing and you got you know yeah true true like, true. You'd true. have to be there. Look, bit of controversy in this one with the um, the English try. Yes, you know, I I think that now this is I've seen this written a couple of different ways. Did Jackson go over to the ref, or did the ref no, call him? No, he was over? called over. The, the, the referees were definitely wrong in that respect. And that's why they said, "I'm sorry." At the end, yes, okay, correct. Having said that, though, yes, Jackson was coming from a disadvantageous position uh, on the field. He still got there, full body contact in front of Inglis, five meters out. Yeah, and then got brushed. And, yeah, and, and you know, scored on top of. Yeah. So, so yeah, you know, had he been set up, had the line been set, maybe the maybe the the rabbits don't get that close and sweep around that close to the line. Exactly. Of course. I mean, and and it was a situation they shouldn't be put in. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe if they didn't fucking score off a obstruction the previous week, they wouldn't have won that game too. So fuck them. 
But, uh, you know... Cruel game, though. And by early. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that and that would probably have been the difference, too. Yeah. I mean, more so than that one try from GI. I mean, like, you know, the numeric line to scoreboard, but the dog, the doggies were so far up at that point. Yeah. I mean, that, that you know, that shouldn't have killed them. And, and the way he just absolutely you know, dismantled an unorganised kick-chase line the week before. Yeah. Um, I, I think there would have been far more points in this game. I would have been curious to see, though, that what the Rabbits could have done without 13 errors. And that's not you know giving away penalties. That's just dead set fucking yeah. errors. Yep. Or Burgi, as yep. we like to call them. Yeah. Um, Burgess possessions. <laughs> because you're right. At the back end, when they started actually building some momentum, they were fucking three times the side that they, yeah. they were for the rest of the game. So, you know, it's... There's a fairly obvious thing for them to work on there, so there's nice signs for them moving forward. Uh, Tool Gronk said, uh, "How things change. Three years ago today is when Doggies fans threw those bottles onto the field. Today their fans don't have that passion anymore, and South fans would be trying to catch the bottles for the ten cent rebate. I think it's just yeah, how things change. Three years ago when the Doggies fans had, when the Doggies, the team had bottle, <laughs> and now, yeah. and now they're fucking bottleless gits, <laughs> uh. <laughs> fading out at the end of a game like that." Um, Oh, do I have to read this guy's name? In a bargain, Tim K, nine eight one seven five two nine two. That is the prison. fucking greatest Twitter name. He might be in prison. I mean, there's a lot of Tim Ks out there. Just add some underscores. Yeah. Aaron Woods is more in decline than Glenn's hairline and the Tigers put together. So he's just he's, so just, he's a fucking OG. He's, 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 <laughs> and he's just he's living he's living in the past and he's still like, well, you know, and look look, the real dad. He, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's all the time, but he's been listening to the show a bit lately. So, <laughs> if you want to give him a kick, and you'll probably hear it because we usually get a text on the weekend after he's had a chance to listen to the show, correcting and, us well, or the, berating you, us. Actually, on that note, um, the official description are Toowoombans. He says Toowoomba. Well, uh, let me scroll down to the end because I did have. I, I actually. Put, put, oh, put did his, you? Sorry, I put his text in here. But oh. That's right. We can do it now while we're talking about real dad. Where is it? So. Well, we had we had um, Lando send it on and say the noun for residents of Toowoomba is obviously Toowoomba Lumpers. <laughs> he said, check, "Check real dad," and then then we yeah you and I on uh, what was that? Was it the Friday or the Saturday at uh, about seven thirty p.m. The text comes through. Uh, yeah, Toowoombans, you fuckwits. Toowoombans. Well, pardon me. So, what do people in Nimbin call themselves? Nimbinans. Nimbies. Yeah, oh, fucking hell. Um, yeah, this game though, yeah, you you brought up Graham before. Mm-hmm. I think this puts to bed once and for all the was Aaron Woods the replacement for James Graham that the dogs needed. Yeah. The the answer is a fucking resounding no, because in that last passage, oh, and Tall Hayden sent us through the video. He did oh, too. Highlighting how fucking or it was like there there was the first one he just got run straight past I think without even sticking an arm out. I think he did he stick an arm out. Nah. And then the second was well, so the second one was the one where where he stuck the arm yeah. out and just got brushed. Yep. And then the third one was where he made a tackle but let the guy stay up but, on his knees and throw an offload or or pass. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah. Some, but um, yeah. Look that from that side of things as well, but also from that leadership perspective of yep. You know, pretty I, fucking lazy. I'm surprised he didn't go the trip on that first one. Yeah, so um, fuck. That's uh, it's not, hard, not good signs. Hard to defend if you're not a doggies fan. Mm. Uh, Stoic Bunny said, um, "One of the worst games I've seen. Two rubbish sides, sure, but the refs made it intolerable. We'll never see the Morris cunts in the same way again." 
That's Stoic Bunny too, saying two rubbish sides. Man, you well, your was, own side. And you, that was the other, one, uh, the other piece of news that came out of this game. Burgess been found guilty. Yes. Of lifting the elbow or the forearm. I thought watching it, you know, live, you know, watching watching the telecast live, I thought he definitely sort of cocked it and like right, like he definitely from the time when he was running with the ball and then just before the impact he's like raised it like for me it looked like yeah, he's trying to get the get the dude with the elbow. Yeah. So I don't I don't have a problem with it. I mean a lot of people do. I mean I saw Twitter but just before we started recording tonight and yeah, people are blowing up. About it is it. a lot. Of, at least um, a lot of Souths fans, to be to be fair. But there is, uh, you know, there is some non-Souths. Yeah, I. And again, it's just speculation. But and you know, fuck, I wouldn't like to have half of those cunts running at me trying to tackle me. <laughs> but just the the way he looked at Morris and almost you know you know when they slow down and show the kick chase and you can see people just you know yep. just slowly car like, moving off my line like he yeah, he yeah, saw just, him coming yeah, yep and he came through and whether he intended to do it or not that's not the debate here it's like a head high yeah you know well there's a careless for, for you know ones where that's it reflex but, and whatever you know um yeah you know, the the one with Isaiah where Tom Lolo got knocked out. The, yeah. There was no contact with the neck. Yep. You know, now, yeah, he's taller than Morris and there's all these other things you can talk about, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, he's been, you put a fucking forearm in, in someone's neck. Yep. Sit down. Yep. Uh, Egg Council Creeper said, someone tell Sergis he's free to fuck off back to the union whenever he wants. Hashtag useless. I wouldn't say that. I mean, you fucking won him the game the week before, pretty much. Yeah. Single-handedly. Uh, GT351 underscore Johns has to get the last word on this. <laughs> we were the better side, but crap second half and abysmal last five minutes, plus shit cunt refs. Better side lost here. Oh, well, if we hold the ball the last five, we win. Oh, and South didn't deserve that. Look, mate, deserve ain't got nothing to do with it. So you can't say you were the better side and then say, and if we didn't fuck up consistently yeah. for the last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I guess you weren't. The Sharks, 14, defeated the Storm, 4, down at Reclaim Australia. And uh, the Sharks, 14, came from um, try to Edric Lee, a conversion to Chad Townsend, and four out of four penalty goals. Uh, the Storm had a pair of penalty goals. That's it, to Stimson. Mm. It, typical Sharks win. Nice, gritty, was, dirty. This game was such a fucking punish of a game to watch. Um... You know, it was exciting when Will Chambers lost his fucking head. Yeah, that's true. And just started, like, he started trying to choke out fucking, um... Was it Gallon that he Poor choked? Gallon. Like, he fully had him in, like, a rear naked choke. And you yeah. see he was cranking to try yeah. to choke him. And, um, and then he went crazy at the end. And, you know, the push and shove and everything. And then the cheer girls running. And, like, it was like a fucking fishing boat sailing into the eye of a fucking cyclone. <laughs> and it's like, you see the cheer girls running. And they're like, oh, fuck no. But, you know... Look, the the penalty count was high, mm-hmm. yes. Um, what was the final penalty count for the game? 30. 30? Yeah. It was. It's a fucking lot of penalty Now, if you go back and, and look at those, though, um, on the Storm side of things, there was fucking... Yeah, this kind of tipped eight correctly last week. What are you doing, you idiot? You go through and you can actually look and look on the stats and see what the penalties were for. Yep. Out of the storm side, I think there were four or five of them 
that were for fucking mouthing off. Mm-hmm. So, if you've established that you can't say shit to this guy once he blows a penalty, yeah, tell every cunt to shut their fucking mouth and get on with it. Mm-hmm. Maybe the second time. Yep. Yeah. Um. And again, to be honest, I didn't mind watching this game. Yeah, I know it wasn't a, a great example of free-flowing rugby league. <laughs> no. <laughs> but there were two sides there yep. who are under peak form, who came into this one really needing the win. Building a little bit of rivalry now because they got the grand final. That's it. And stuff. The Sharks went in there under strength with no Moylan and no Dugan. And I think the Storm showed the dangers of too concrete of a game plan because they, yep. they obviously went in there to, to target a particular section of the field. Yep. And there are a lot of times the Storm looked like that overplayed their hand, that sweeping motion they run out to the right where Slater comes in as a ball runner. Yep. And then he's, he's looking for options. Yep. There. I, I don't know if Defence is just reading it well enough and shutting it down early now or, or Slater's just using up too much real estate because he's lacking a little bit of pace. I just feel it's just not as slick this year yeah um, you know look and that's what happens when you when you get the whole crime Smith and Cronk and mm-hmm. Slater playing together for so long you take one piece out it's going to take a little while to settle yep. Um, yep. but the other thing I, I, I think more so than Cronk uh, the, the Storm are missing the punch up the middle yep they've got um, fucking Mr. Pretuitary gland <laughs> but you know he's not winning matches for them. Yeah. You know, they they don't have that that solid hard edge in the middle anymore. Yep. I would be inclined to agree. Um it's just it's 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 so good to see. Can you imagine like would you ever li- ever think that you'd live to see the day and Camp Smith pinned pinned for anything. But for the be like you know back chat Descent. as well, like just and and you know what, like I I, I put a lot of shit on Cam Smith, but I was watching um, Melly uh, on Snapchat. She was her seats at the ground were like fucking the tunnel was like just to her right, yeah. and she was only like you know a dozen rows back or something, and so it's right where he's come off, and she's put all, I had the whole thing on Snapchat, and he played it up like a boss too, like when he got up to the line and he, like he wouldn't step over the yeah. line and then he like and, leave the field, and the, yeah, leave the field, and the crowd had just fucking given it to him, and and like and you can see the smile, like he he, he loves it too, like oh, yeah. the smile on his face and everything when the, the crowd had just yeah. given it to him the whole time, so like I give him a lot of shit, but I mean it was it was actually it was a good moment. <laughs> And he seemed to enjoy it as well. <laughs> go down in the annals of history. Indeed. He'll go down deep in the annals of history. <laughs> Mitch Doyle, 13, that uh, surely Matt Chechen is a shoe-in for the revelation of the 2018 Twillies. He finally did what we've all been thinking. Well, I dare say that that action is probably going to at least get him on the ballot. I, th- I, would, I would suggest. Until Bill Kickow fucking pegs him. You know, it's going to come. To, I, I feel that there's probably more of a listener base that would like to fuck me by making Chechen the revelation of the season, but also for what he did. Then there is a Penrith centric. How many segment who want? How many VPNs do I need? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. him. You know, just. That's well, true. You know, yeah. you could set up a bot army. For- in India or somewhere to, 
vote kicker. Wow, this uh, all the other questions were left, but for some reason, those twenty thousand votes for kick out on that one thing. Interesting. Uh, ben R forty seven. I'm glad I got to see one of the greatest moments in NRL history when Cam Smith got Simbin. Saguna, this is a very off-brand tweet. There was hardly any emojis to start with, but listen to this from Saguna. The Tigers did it, now the Sharks. It's not that hard to play against the Storm. Just got to play their own game against them and watch them crumble. They become as fucked as Forrest Gump's love interest. That hippie heroin addict orgy lover AIDS carrier Jenny. Get the feeling that... Did fucking no one talk to you at the bus stop today, Saguna? There was some simple fella that wouldn't share his chocolates like, with him. <laughs> you know, I'm terribly fucking sorry, but Candy Crush is more fucking interesting. <laughs> like, you've got one fucking good story that you refuse to fucking tell. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You know? Come to the party. <laughs> but wow, he made him watching that movie the first time. Oh, this is bullshit. Why'd he fuck that whore? <laughs> He gave her his love. Oh, why? Well, he is a retard. <laughs> I bet Bryce Gibbs gave it to her. Yeah, Bryce, eh? Uh, Ozzy Blackwell. Not a good week to be Captain Smith. That is true. It's true. Uh, Matty McP, 25. Whoa, I've never seen a ref Simbin before. Uh, History. History. The Warriors, 30 to feed the Roosters, 6 at Allianz. A crowd just under 15,000 in attendance. And... Uh, what a turn up for the books. This one, you know, when we were talking about it last week, it was like, okay, it's the big test for the Warriors. Yeah. It seemed like they got this shit together. Yeah. And then, you know, you start seeing on social media in the hours leading up to the game, Sean Johnson might not be playing. And you go, yeah. you're fucking, oh, that's fucked. Because they record without him. Yeah. And that's, oh, that's fucked it. Not good. It's going to be a great game. Oh, that's fucked it. And now there's going to be like an asterisk yeah. over the game anyway when the Warriors get smashed because they don't have Johnson. And, well, fuck me. Yeah. The Roosters' six came from tries to uh, Luttrell and uh, a penalty goal to Luttrell. The uh, Warriors' 30 had tries to uh, Mason Lenor, uh, Pulu, Kata, Fusatua. Lenor, four of four conversions and three of three penalty goals. Yeah, it, look, the Warriors, um, in an effort almost as good as Penrith's, you know, came up against a fucking giant. I'll tell you, they, they absolutely fucking rolled the forwards, I too. Uh, Made them look yeah. atrocious. And especially up against this Roosters forward pack who, well, look, pro- probably not, you know, the, the most fearsome in the competition. Uh, still has enough names in it that you should be wary of them. Oh, you would certainly expect the, them, uh, on paper would say, you know, they, yeah. they should be one of the top. But those Warriors went out there and again it was obvious there was attitude there was mm-hmm. the line speed was consistent yep there wasn't that that typical warriors thing of well you know let's all of a sudden put on two big hits and then give away stupid penalties when we don't need to there yep. seems to be a lot more discipline in their team now um and Blake Grant came out and you know again he showed he's a fucking poor man's Maloney um just in the absence of the flashier Harv's partner, just controlled the game, did what he needed to do, built pressure when he needed to, um, just absolutely fucking saw the field the way no one else saw it. Yep, yep. Fantastic. It was, uh, it's, 
it was just it was a beautiful thing to see and i fucking love blake green from last year manly and i still maintain though you know that we shouldn't have let him go but man it's it's so good now he's starting to really get the props and he's starting to get like the origin talking that and you know what <laughs> I would not be against it one little bit. I mean, he no, he he can manage shit. He can force repeat sets. Yep, he's he can kick forty twenties. He, he can kick forty twenties. He's a, I mean, and he seems to be a pretty steady guy. I mean, I'm not sure what the origin pressure cooker would be like, but this is a game where he doesn't it was go the missing. Biggest, it was the biggest test for his team. Yeah, the star guy pulls out on game day, mm-hmm. and he's stepped up. Yep. And not only, you know, kept their shit together, but engineered a absolute yeah. fucking dismantling. So, Which means that the rest of the team respects him and what he does yep. outside of game day. Yep. Yep. Which and, and I'm completely happy for that in the New South Wales Origin camp. Yep. And, yeah, I saw some you know, headlines. I didn't read the articles, but I saw that there was some headlines today, you know, with people saying, yeah, New South Wales needs to have, you know, you know, like a lot of changes and, you know, and things like that. And, you know, it has to change. Great. Yeah. Perfect fucking guy, yeah. especially when the halves. Yeah, you know, we have no one's been happy with them for you know years. No, not at all. Since ever since Joey and fucking Freddie pissed off, probably. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, King Levius. Oh, skeet, skeet, motherfucker. Oh, skeet, skeet, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> Hash, we are contenders, not pretenders. Hash, a Warriors Prem's eighteen. Or oh. isn't someone getting chippy and why not at the moment? I can uh, enjoy it. Enjoy it, yep. Enjoy it until it in, in, inevitably stops becoming enjoyable. <laughs> stops being enjoyable. Wouldn't that be fucking ironic if Green gets picked for Origin? Yeah. And that's the and decline that, of the Warriors <laughs> season. <laughs> like, oh, God damn. Because that's always the thing. Oh, well, the Warriors will come good during the Origin period where they don't lose anyone. Yep, yep. <laughs> they finally lose a guy and he's there yep Magpie Warrior 95 love the Mighty Warriors been passionate since 95 thought I saw them through rose tinted glasses but holy crap the commentary team are describing them as the second coming of Christ and he's like hashtag all the bad times were worth it hash this is what it feels like fella you've been to two grand finals in you know, the last what 15 16 years so you know, hasn't hasn't been all bad times. Yeah, I mean, you, you've been good at stages. Yeah, let's let's not fucking see. You know, it's a month in. Let's. There's enough fucking legends of your club. Yeah, Stacey Jones. Yeah, Greg Alexander. Was <laughs> <laughs> that Matthew Ridge of the Super League? <laughs> I am a warrior who was formerly Warriors suck balls, but for some reason. He's uh, not Warriors suck balls anymore. <laughs> Wonder why. My tipping is shit, but my team is great. My super coach sucks, but my team is great. <laughs> Bring on the Cowboys for some broke back Mount Smart. It'll be f- it will be fizzing. It'll be fizzing. Fuck yeah. Hashtag let's go on and all that shit. And then he got a tweet here from at backwards sit. Now this is an this is he's not OG, but this is a fucking deep cut for people. Old Tony Strange, listener from years ago. Has re-emerged on the Twitter <laughs> and after you know his Twitter account largely inactive for fucking half a decade. But he was a he, this this guy was a, a Gronk of the year before we we're giving out trophies for it. Ugh. And uh, he's back. <laughs> he's Warriors. Well, I don't know. I don't know why. Coincidentally, with the Roosters is coming back. Warriors show the Roosters how to play football. Four in a row with three of those away wins. Mm. Yes, sir. Enjoy it. Welcome back, Paul Mac underscore seventy eight. The Warriors leave it late, but snatch the March Premiership from the Dragons. You know, that part's for debate, I think. Mm. 
The Mighty Manly Seagulls, 32. Smash the Raiders, 16. At Brookie. This one, 32 points came from tries to Jakey Turbo, DCE, Tommy Turbo, and a double to Matthew Wright, filling in for the injured uh, Jorge Tofua. Three of five conversions for Cherry and three of three penalty goals. Defeating the Raiders 16 with tries to Sia Soliola, soft as fuck. Uh, Croker didn't ground it. And Whiten, also a very soft try. Uh, two of three conversions to Croker. Look, this, this goes back to... Maybe, maybe this game is just the game they play at home. I mean, they get that... Yeah. I mean, they get the roll on... And the, the, the thing about when they... They get the roll through the middle... The tries come directly off the back of that, and they just get these teams going backwards and backwards, capitulating and leaking points against them. It just seems like there's a couple of factors involved, though. One, and this is a, this is a, a common theme in the in the Barrett era, is that they kind of need their mind put into doing it, mm-hmm. like. For example, like the Raiders scored that try, like the first, the first um, decent possession that Manly had, where they put up that kick and, and Uate nearly scored. They were just going side to side to side to side, and then there was a kick over the, you know, a kick over the over yeah. to the wing. Then the Raiders scored the, you know, the, a pretty soft try uh, shortly after that, and then they started doing it, and then they just went boom, like you know, three tries in five minutes, and it was ga- the game was over. It, they they need to be put into the state where they do that, and then sometimes when they do it and it gets really easy, like this game did, then they start forgetting that and just, just going for the side to side stuff. And yeah, you know, and like this is you know it's rugby league one hundred and one, and they're certainly not the only people you know the only side that's ever fallen into that trap. Hmm. But that's the sort of thing that they need to guard against because they can fucking end teams in five minutes. Hmm. They can end games in five minutes. And if they can start to do, you know, have that bag of tricks consistently, then they'll go a fucking long way. Because it's, it's unstoppable when they get like that. But, um, gee, the Raiders. Well, fans of the Raiders, you're welcome. No heartbreaking last seven minute fucking capitulations yeah. this time. No last minute capitulations. Your hearts were well and truly broken <laughs> going into the quarter mark of this game. Now, I'm proposing. Yes. I saw somebody on Twitter say that we've been lax with nicknames. Yeah, and like, and, and you know what? Excellent point. Well made. So, I know you don't like Lotto Land, right? Yeah. So, I'm proposing that the new name for Manly's home ground is the girlfriend with syphilis. Because what? you won there, but it fucked most of your team. You've lost fucking... We've lost two players. You've lost Effort Face. Effort, Effort, Face, Effort Face is in the squad, maybe playing this weekend. No. His injury... He's not. He's in the fucking... We have to give more players on a Tuesday now list. <laughs> his, his, his injury, I mean, yeah, depending on on, on treatment and everything. It's, it's Sa- Sadness Moses. He could be He could be back. He could be back in... He, earliest, yeah. he could be back in a week. Like, he could be back. But, um, you know, I think that any sort of prudent sports science department of a fucking no. professional sporting team would want to hold you back a week Correct. even if he's right even if he was good to go probably want to hold him Correct. back but um so I don't expect him to so play when did week. Jorge go uh, a couple of weeks ago wasn't it at Brookie uh I don't think so I think it was a South game wasn't it oh, okay or was it yeah oh no I can't remember could have been. I don't know. So, yeah, anyway. But, yeah, I mean... Lot, lot of land. I'd... Terrible, terrible for Fasiro. I mean, he was on the cusp of, of erasing his father's legacy. You know, he's been playing so well. I propose that 
Lotto Land be henceforth known as Hot Girl with Syphilis. And Tanganara as well. Poor cunt. He's playing fucking awesome too. Yeah. Imagine being discarded from the Eels, turned into a fucking beast. And, uh, and yeah. Just some of the way those Canberra players are rolling over him though, with the, the le- trapping the yeah. leg and rolling him though, that shit fucking drives me crazy because you look at it and you go, that's not, that's not a normal tackle. They're, they're doing, they're not falling into that. That's, they're, that's being done to them to take them to the ground. Yeah. And it just, fu- oh, it fucking, that's the sort of shit that makes you want to, if you're there and you see it on the screen, that's the sort of shit that makes you want to jump the fence and go yeah, and kick some true. fucking green cunts in the head. Um, fucking Jordan Repiner. Rapiner. Ripana, <laughs> ever since he started telling cunts that his name wasn't Ripana, is absolute hopelessness. Well, where's Jordan Ripana? He needs to find Jordan Ripana. He needs to find his, you know, his mum or whoever's fucking yeah, responsible for exactly. this name change. No, no Canberra were, were horrid, and I don't know where they go. Well, Sticky this week, and we'll get to it later. But Sticky has wielded the axe this week by dropping Papali. Probably one guy who didn't really need it. I didn't think. I don't think he was really a. I don't think he was an example of laziness or poor performance. Yeah. Maybe on the it, maybe on the training packet. Maybe his dog and it on. You know, we don't where we don't that see. That is true. But his performances on the field, I don't think were, you know, as bad yeah. as as bad as some. Uh, Blake Austin not finding his way back. I mean, I, I don't. You know, I don't know if he could have. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anything would have changed if he had been there. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. I mean, he. He did fucking do a great job for Mounties or whatever in the curtain raiser. He was sensational because they're, they're side there. They're, I mean, yeah, now they're, they're starting to get guys dropped down there, so yeah, they're, yeah. they're starting to get. <laughs> they got a good side there. <laughs> in the Reggie's Blake Austin. He'd be loving it. He'd be oh fuck, this is tremendous. <laughs> look at me, I'm a beast in this. <laughs> but uh, look, yeah, those the injuries are are, are, are terrible. Uh, depth depth will be tested. We've got enough to cover these guys just, just, but fuck me, another two guys go out for the season, there's, uh, you know, depending on who the two are, but I mean, there's, there's trouble, I mean, yeah. you never want to get to the stage where where Lewis Brown can come back into the side. Well, you never want to get to the stage where you're fucking purple cheats and you don't have enough money in your salary cap to cover fucking depth. We had enough As money. As you in cheating our cunts were. We had enough money in our salary cap, the only problem is that we had to pay for fucking players that were medically retired officially. And uh, although, you know, the NRL decided to give Parramatta money to cover, like, Watmo, whose knees have been fucked since Christ was a child, they, uh... No, but it was a different sort of knee injury. It it fucking wasn't, let me tell you. Yeah. It was exactly... It was exactly the knee injury. So what you're saying is Parramatta has smarter doctors than Manly. Well, Parramatta, I mean, you know, I I think that because Greenberg wanted to work with Parramatta to help them get it back on the feet after their salary cap cheating, see... But yeah, well, maybe he'll come and work with you after your salary cap cheating. Yeah, I don't think so because we'll get off and uh, and we'll get off in you know, multiple ways. We'll get off. We'll get off the charges, and then we'll deliver him a, a, a massive fucking wall of fucking ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> and Bukaki, that bought lucky you. Moving on. You look like a thumb dipped in a tub of custard. Um, now, where was I up to? There we go. Danger underscore anger. Hashtag rise for Sirenin. He's probably Ciro's greatest fan, which is strange because he's a Broncos supporter and uh, to my knowledge, never really been a Tigers fan or anything. Don't know where it come from, but um, 
you know, we appreciate appreciate the thoughts and prayers. Uh, Todd H nineteen eighty seven. For the first time ever, I've had to turn off my team's game after only fifteen minutes in absolute frustration, absolute bullshit defence, and giving away stupid penalties, inviting Manly in. Look, firstly, I'd like to say, come on, man, sack up. You don't turn your game off fifteen minutes in. You stick that shit out. No, I've turned it off before. Really? Yeah, but then I turn it straight back on. You can't stay away, right? No, I'm know. like, fuck this shit. Yeah. But then, no, nah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you, I mean, it's, and it's like if you go to a game, you never, you never walk yeah, out early. Never, never. I mean, fuck. Did, did we walk out early game one of Origin when it was apparently New South Wales? No, no, it's far too enjoyable. Um, under no circumstances never. do you leave early. I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck if you want to talk about you know parking and transport. Fucking stay longer then until it dies down. Yeah. But also, Todd, I'd also like to remind you, sir, that you're the same, Todd. That I fucking dined with at Hogs Breath Milton before a Broncos game, and your ass was wearing a motherfucking Broncos jersey. Don't even, don't even give me this this shit fan camera behaviour. And yeah, I mean you might have been wearing it because Cruzy made you or something. I don't, I don't know, but listen, mate, I know you're a Raiders. I know you identify as a Raiders fan, but man, do we now move into the age of uh, trans teamers? It's possible. Seen a few of them. Yeah. Chapo would be the fucking, the, the Bruce Jenner of trans cheaters, <laughs> trans, trans teamers. No, I, yeah, okay. Well, I wouldn't say Bruce Jenner. He was an Olympic athlete. Yeah, that's true too. Maybe if John Candy was trans. Oof. <laughs> 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 I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how to respond. Uh, fantasy underscore NRL CEO, a bit of a visual gag. Because I'm just going to keep adding L's to Josh Propali's name until we win a game. Yeah. It's looking pretty long at the moment, but does the L... Okay, this weekend the Raiders lose again. Then what? Papali's not even playing. Yeah. Um. He's playing for the Reggies, so yeah, don't know. Fuck, go buy Mounties jerseys. Yeah. Life is a thigh day. The Turbos are the best brothers combo since the Johns brothers and those who disagree have clearly watched more than one season of rugby league. <laughs> Hashtag turbo handjobs. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what though, this, the, fucking that combination though, it's just tremendous. Yeah, they're playing well. Better than better than the Stewarts combination because the Stewarts never, they never had a whole array of fucking moves they'd worked out in the backyard or whatever you know they were, they were both great players in their various positions but they didn't link it like the turbos they, that move is still fucking undefeated yeah. where they go to Jake and yeah. he gives it time and he gives it back like, yeah. undefeated too bad obvious most telegraph thing ever too bad your undefeated. home ground fucked the fucking weakest link I thought it was a tackling style of these fucking losing Raiders cunts or the shit surface that they had to play on surface is a picture fucking picture Jeez, do you watch the games or do you just listen to them? It's fucking pictures of kids covered in napalm doesn't make them good. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Picassos. Well, I mean, you know, it's all perspective, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> napalm sticks to children. <laughs> it does, but I mean, you know. <laughs> yes. Well, well, were, they, were they American children? <laughs> you know, this is the thing. Um, the Dragons 30 defeat the Knights 12 uh, win good crowd just over 18 and a half thousand the um, Dragons 
their 30 came from tries so Tarek Sims uh, double to Nano and uh, Aitken Almau also with tries with four or five conversions and penalty goal and the Knights 12 came from tries to Monga and Hino Ponga two of two conversions this well, for starters this game certainly wasn't as I guess like uncompetitive or whatever as the as the scoreline would suggest. Correct. This was a um, it was a good fucking game and it was a you know it was a good account on behalf of the Knights, but the Dragons fans got to be happy. It, it's Still. what it's what you would have expected from a you know competition favourite mm-hmm. versus a team that most people had in their bottom four, and you would say that the Knights played above their station. Yeah. Um. But fuck me, in that Dragons pack at the moment, there is just no reprieve. It, it's like a fucking 18-year-old kid that's taken two Viagra <laughs> and just, the, just doesn't know what to do except plough and plough and plough and plough and plough and plough. It, it, honestly, it, there's, not, there's not a weak link in there at all. Yep. You know, and then on the back of that, you've got two halves, you know, one that's a an international representative and yep. and the other one that's that's been to, to grand finals. And they're just absolutely loving playing off the back of that. Yep. yep. You know, the the dragons if they can keep that up, then then that that will be very hard. To overcome for most teams, it's just like, I just where did it come from? Like I refuse to believe that McGregor suddenly found some fucking holy grail of coaching ability in the off season. <laughs> no, but it, look, it it's been building for a little while, you know. Like they had you look at um, back back in the fucking Mitch Rain days. There was Mitch Rain and Jack mm. DeBellin. Yeah. And DeBellin was a, you know, maybe one out of four games. He'd surprise you and just yep. be surprisingly effective. Two, three years later, now, every week. Yeah. He knows yep. exactly what he needs to do and he goes out there and he executes. Yep. He's got, you know, partners in Vaughan that they brought up from Canberra. Yep. Who's been great for them ever, you know, since the day they, he set foot there. Yeah. Who? But it's just that, well, okay, the consistency's there. Then you add Graham to that mix. And they're getting, and like, you know, I thought he only had a couple of drops left, but you know, still got it. Exactly. And and if all he does is give them one good season, and then someone else fucking carries the mantle from there because they've seen it. Yep, yep. Um, you know, Widdop was fantastic, but, you know, last year he was, you know, handicapped with a a halves partner that, that wasn't actually a recognised half. Yep. Which is the, the... Well, not even barely a recognised player. Well, it, it's the easiest thing for a defence to shut down, and, and it's what Thurston suffered from for most of his career. It was just the, the fact that it would always go to Thurston. It was always going to Thurston. He was involved in every yep. single play. You know, now that there's options both side of the field, both of their halves look, look very confident in what they're doing. Yep. So. Yep. But you, you look at the, the big one in this... The fucking running meters. Six hundred and eighty eight running meters for the Dragons versus twelve hundred and thirty two for the Knights. Oof. So even take out the 
the stat pump of fullbacks returning yep. kicks. Yep. That's and still a significant. That is just domination. Yep. By a forward pack. Yep. All right. Uh, where are we? Egg Council Creeper. Braith agrees with me. Ponga is the most X factoriest X factor to ever X factor. Calm down. Fuck off. You try too hard. Is, yeah, so you know what? Fucking Braith and Asta. Mm-hmm. Six sad cunt is the last person in the world still using that phrase. Pretty much. Well, Every- well no, because he's it's out of his mouth and into his. So, uh, <laughs> so imagine you're the guy that's the, the sloppy seconds on on Braith and Asta's yeah, takes. That's it. Like, <laughs> Spot on. How you look at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> I've almost fucking genocided X Factor out of the world. <laughs> Braith and Asta's the last remaining bastion. So you're basically like a Dave Warner because I mean you you, ba- <laughs> you basically ser- served up <laughs> Braith and Asta's sloppy seconds. <laughs> oh no, I'm a yappy uh, slitcher. Uh, Honey, have you been? Yana Sun Scomatas. Normally, I'd, I'd try to say something gronkish, which might get a wry smile. But after watching Hunt and Widdop, I'm only left with powder and very raw hands. With JDB, I have too much cleaning up to do. Powder. I was going to say that's the nicest thing anyone said about Jack DeBellin this week. Until Jack DeBellin came out himself and said that he's built for the Origin Arena. Well, fuck. Look, I don't. You know, I don't blame you. You got to market. <laughs> you got to market yourself, right? If they're going to market you. Yeah, but that, see that again. That's not marketing. You should have been there last year. Well, Pro- self promotion. You probably should have been. Yeah. Yeah. Self promotion. Maybe that's the thing that, that, that kills the run. That is true. They get a couple of players in now because they're you know consistently performing. They stopped last year on Widdop's injury. Yeah. No. Nah, we'll see. Queenslander 22. For the neutral, this is the best game of the round so far. Mm. I'd be inclined to agree. Um, the Titans 26. Well, until this game. <laughs> the Gold Coast Titans 26 <laughs> to feed the Broncos 14 in their own backyard. And um, this one, the, the uh, hat trick to Philip Sammy. Dale Copley of tries. Anthony Don tries. Gordon, three or five conversions. The Broncos 14 tries to McCulloch and uh, Nick Arima. Um Isako, two of two conversions and a penalty goal. Yeah, um, again, the the Titans came out with a definite attitude shift and they kept it up for 80 minutes at this stage of the season. Well, largely, they did. Yeah, they, you know, they, it, just, it just felt like, I mean, they were by no means perfect and they were, they were by no means, like, great. No, not at all. But they did just, because there, there were a couple of moments there where I felt like, fuck, here we go, it's turning. Yep. And the, the Broncos are coming back. Yep. But they managed to just nip that shit in the bud. Correct. And keep their nose in front. Exactly. And uh, and they did great over that, like that last 15 minutes or whatever it was, where the Broncos were, you know, clearly throwing, you know, their, their best shot at them, you know. Well, that's as, it. As at, at, that, that at that stage. Yep. And, and the Broncos have multiple people. Yep. That will absolutely fuck up a staggered line. Yep. Um, but the Titans scrambled very well from each other. Fucking master coach Brennan playing Bryce Cartwright for two minutes of that game <laughs> because he had to because someone came off for an HIA. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the fucking Titans are a defensive powerhouse. <laughs> but if you look at this game, you know, possession was all but equal. Yep. Um, the Titans completed at a lower percentage than the Broncos did. Mm-hmm. 
you know, n- neither were great. You're right. Yeah. Both, you know, they were both in the um, the low to mid seventies. Everything looked about even in this game, but you know, Wayne Bennett came out in the presser, and he starts fucking popping popping off at players. He goes, "Oh, well, Sam drops the ball," and no, no, no. And yeah, there's those fucking coach killers like kicking the ball out on the full from a kickoff and dropping the ball from the fucking uh, penalty tap. Yeah. Like those sort of things, yeah. The majority of those Broncos errors were forced by the Titans. Yep. You know, so while, yeah, okay, the Broncos might might have Unky Wayne a little bit angry, that for me would be the, the more concerning factor that when the Titans came there and came at them hard, no one stepped up to go back. Yep. And this is my worry about the Broncos at the beginning of the year. I don't think Milford's a leader of men. No. I don't think Nicarima is either. Yep. Could be, but not yet. You know, Maguire tries his guts out. Yep. McCulloch's... Well, McCulloch's the guy. I mean, he... Yeah, I mean... But, but again... Is, you know, is he their inspirational leader? Well, no. You no. know, Darius is out the back on fucking two One broken leg. legs. Yeah. Those are the games when the chips are down. Yeah. You know, when you don't have a, we're playing the Cowboys to yeah. galvanize your team together. Yeah. You know, when the Titans come in there and belt the shit out of you from the get go. Yeah. Who in that team now steps up? To bring yeah. everyone else with them. Because yeah. it, it's such a simple thing in rugby league. The the best players are the ones who take others with them, both metaphorically and literally. You look at the, the best halves and the best leaders, your Cronks, your Thurstons, those yeah. sorts of people. When they're on the back foot, when another team's coming at them, that's the time that you'll see, and if you've ever seen him play live, it's fucking easy to see. Thurston will put a kick in and he will be fucking screaming at cunts to run and yep. he will be the first one there. Yep. And they go with him. Yep. You know, that's that's what I think's more of a concern than the Broncos. Okay. Yeah, hold on to the fucking ball. The but who who's gonna pick up that role is a more of a concern. Yep, yep. Exactly. But, um speaking of fantastic game managers, Ash say, Taylor. Yeah, and, and uh, LG's probably his best game. Maybe ever, yeah. For the Titans, life is good. Um, yeah, life's good at the moment, and um, and just just credit to the coaching staff as well, just to get them up, get them up for the game. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's additional motivation for a game against the Broncos. You know, it's like the the, the local sort of derby kind of thing. But yeah, well, when you've been fucking pumped by fifty, Dale Copley obviously had his traditional. Versus the Broncos. Versus the Broncos game, yeah. I've just swallowed fucking two litres of stem cells. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... And, uh, yeah, so just credit, credit for the turning, like such a massive turnaround. And um, and Ryan James, that fucking kick was sensational. That was fantastic. Pinpoint. Pinpoint. Uh, Wally Frogmore. The Broncos wouldn't be struggling if they were half as defensive as their fan base. <laughs> I don't know if we... Do we do a tweet of the year thing at the end of the year? But I would submit that as the first credible fucking candidate. Yeah, that is true. That is sensational. Uh, Normie H93. I'm still erect from the Broncos Titans. So stoked to beat them for the first time in years. Now for two in a row against the Cheaters. Hashtag fuck the Broncos. Hashtag fuck Manly. 
Yeah, it's right. true. We'll, we'll fucking see. Cruzy06. It's lucky I'm booking a family overseas holiday in September. <laughs> no grand final <laughs> in 2018. <laughs> and there you go. That's that's a, what, what I would consider to be one of the, the more vocal and staunch Broncos fans. He's fucking put the queue in the rack already. Round four completed. He's done. Yeah. Mad Dog underscore no space. Bennett needs to name a potato at halfback and put Cody back to the bench. <laughs> I mean, if you're not playing Cody in the run side, well, you know, would you play him on the bench? Well, you I, know, he did very well in a utility I th- role. I thought in the first 20 minutes, I, I was actually, like, my thought process as the game was starting, mm. and at first I was thinking, well, fuck, he's actually doing some shit. Like, yeah, he's put some dangerous little, yes, kicks. He's, he's looking yeah. pretty dangerous, but nah, no. Nah. Yeah, look, and it, it's easy for us to be fucking armchair coaches. Yeah. But you, you look back at the successful halves combination, and you generally have a runner and a kicker. Yep. You know? Um, I, I'm not sure that either of those Broncos halves have get us the fuck out of trouble kicking games. Yep. They're both very good attacking kickers, and their running game makes them dangerous and makes their kicks unpredictable because defensive lines are going to cover for the run as well. Yeah, yeah. But, but I'm not sure that if they're pinned on their 30, either one of them are are just the go-to clutch get them out of trouble yep the uh, Tigers 30 to feed the Eels 20 at ANZ crowd of just over 30,000 uh, Tigers 30 tries to watch out Nagama double to Corey Thompson and Eisenhuth uh, Lola Haya four of five conversions and a penalty goal the Eels 20 came from tries to Will Smith George Jennings Josh Hoffman and Avar two of four conversions to Mitchell Moses there was that, um, I think it was Nagama's first. Yeah. That says everything about Parramatta. <laughs> like, uh, the one, two, the three players yep. fell off him mm-hmm. and he got up and strolled the, the additional two metres to score a try. Yeah, and it's and it, and like the, the the commentary for for that movement would have been like focused on the the incredible determination, blah blah of of, uh, of Kev. Yeah, but in reality, the real story is just the non-committal fucking delaxadaisical. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know. Again, in saying that, this is a Tigers team that had built their season so far on. You know, being a fucking wall, mm-hmm. and leaked a little bit. You know, yeah, there was some they, trash time shit, and they went and they went enough. down early as well. I mean, they like the eels took took the early lead, and it was the eels pr- had all the running in this game yeah. until about 15, 15, 20 minutes in. But at that point, like when the tigers hit back, then they got another one to go ahead twelve six, and say we're about the twenty five minute mark at this point. The eels look absolutely fucked. Yeah. They were absolutely fucked yep. 25 minutes into the game. Yeah. They looked, They were walking. Every Like, when that second try was scored, every single one of them had the fucking hand up. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it, it was it was mind-blowing because they didn't strike me as a team that had, had shit conditioning last year. And this year, they seem to be terrible. And it makes you think back to those stories at the start of the year when, you know, old Jared Hayne was, like, you know, lagging behind and he yeah. was like, beaten by this, you know, got beaten by the kid and everything. You know what? I think that that focused on... That was like a negative story about Jared Hayne. But maybe Whereas the real story The was. real story is they should have been lapping the cunt, not just being Yeah, yeah that's true. It's not that he should have come in last. He should have come in the last and a lap behind. Yeah, that's true. The that's rest a very of them, good point. Because none of them look great. None of them. 
And, yeah, again, com- compounding that, it was an unhappy night, I guess, overall for Will Smith. Like, he scored a brilliant try himself. Yep. But some drop balls at the back and then a, a couple of poor decisions in... There, there are a lot of times that he... And I'm a big fan of, of Will Smith, but he reminded me of, you know, you, you go and watch the under-sixes and under-sevens games and yep. everyone just runs around everyone. Yep. So there's one play. There's a pass from dummy half and then that kid will just try and run around everyone and they either beat everyone on the outside or they get driven or they get driven into touch like that's the only play in under sixes Um, you know and and you never want to put a loss on one player but a a player in such a key position who's making choices about okay well fuck where do we start our set on this kick return how do we set up here Um, unhappy night there but um, Corey Thompson fucking making every post a winner Resigned them too. Extended a year, I think, this afternoon. The, mm. the word came out. Just a year. I mean, I would have thought, you know, he's, he's pretty much owned a five-year deal. <laughs> <laughs> Game-winning and tries. You know what? I'll tell you what. If that's nothing less than fucking fantastic PR by the Tigers... Like immediate reward for, you know, quality yeah. performance and, yeah. No, because he's fast become a, a fan favourite. Yep. You know, gets everybody engaged. Fucking good on him. Like, and and just the just the effect on the their defence that he's had through ending Nofaluma's career. True. Outstanding. That is, yeah. Isn't it funny we were talking about Lola Hay at the start of the year, like how he was like saying that yeah, he was promised the the wine and all that. So yeah, okay, fair enough. You fucking you deserved it now. You you've earned it. <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> you yeah, can't grade. Exactly. <laughs> because I mean when his performances last year when he had the midseason yeah, not so good. So, but, uh, so when around. when Josh Reynolds comes back in this, yep. he's fit again. Where do you play him? Fourteen. Mm. Okay. The reason being, as much of a grub tripping cunt that he is, yeah. Any interview you see with him, everything to me, he seems to have the personality and like the ego, where he's a team guy. Yep. And if that's where the team, you know, the, the, if that's where you, if that's where you need me, the that, first, then yeah, put me there. If that's where they need him, I don't think at this point they're they're disrupting the halves. Fucking Benji winding it back too. Yeah. Like like legitimate like last year there's a little bit of nostalgia at play because he was doing some okay things with the Broncos. Yep. And then nostalgia took over and like everyone's remembering the fucking yeah, but you, 2005 flick pass and everything. You remember late season? He still he still was doing just like he wasn't spectacular, but he was doing better than <laughs> Yeah, but alternative was, sort of thing. But is that that shit I'm talking about? But you know? now I think he's legit turning the clock. Like, he put a big fucking step on in this game that made me <laughs> double take on him. That's what I mean. This is like, like I think like last year I think he was doing some good good stuff and and but it was it was less it was less old Benji like great play and more the fact that he wasn't chucking it to the third row. Yeah, true. And kicking it out in the forwards yeah, and stuff. That's he was, it. Like, yeah, the kicks were fine in grass or they yep. were staying in bounds. Yeah. And he was selective in his... But this is like, he's gone back to the Tigers and found like a time machine and he's actually doing some proper proper old school Benji <laughs> shit. <laughs> I love it. I love when the old fucking dudes get their second wind and yeah. you know, go out on a high. I hope he keeps it, it up. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. I, mean, I don't know if he keeps it up to the point where he's, you know, wins like a grand final or something and throws another flick pass. No. Because oh, that would, you know, buy... 
that, by by nature that that would mean that our teams aren't winning the grand no, final. That's true. But <laughs> but if it couldn't be our teams, then fuck yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, Mario Siegs. For fuck's sake, Tigers! I get that letting the special kid score a try is a good look, but letting them score four too generous. Mm. It was a little bit of twenty seventeen Tigers like get out of the lead, let it you know. Yeah. Give people some breathless moments. Yeah. yeah. Stuart Marler, I'm not the only one for offering up a revelation nomination, but uh, the fact that Corey Thompson isn't shit, dot, dot, dot. Look, Beam could be on the ballot if he keeps it up. Mm. Ma underscore Aaron. Just watching a replay of yesterday's game, it's great to finally see Moses helping to win a game for the Tigers. In fact, it's, it is it is like... You know, we talk about like the revenge games and everything. Yeah. This is more like the West Tigers revenge game versus Mitchell Moses. <laughs> and, uh, and, and it played out that way too, so good on him. Uh, and, and, you know, there's barely... I mean, we talked about the punchable faces last week and there's a couple more of this, but Moses is definitely up there as one of the punchable humans yeah. in rugby league at the yeah. moment. So, uh, definitely. It's, it's certainly not one of the... You know, he's, he's one of those guys that it's, it's really enjoyable to see lose and I don't think too many people outside of Parramatta fans no, think he- otherwise. Uh, J.H. Bartley underscore 90. So I found this new... AFL thing. I might check it out. It looks like a fun game. Ash <laughs> Parrot in crisis. They kill me now. And uh, King Levius. Not even Semi could help these useless cunts. Forget sending them to Perth. Send them to the middle of the Red Sea and see if Moses can save them then. At least that'll be entertaining. You know, we've said it. The fucking four tries a game he was giving them last year. It's a uh, well, you know, it's the difference between winning and losing this week. That hasn't always been the case for the rest of the season. Yeah, but uh, yeah, maybe he could have made a difference. Okay, previews kicking off for round five. We're starting on uh, Thursday night, and I was saying this to you off off the air, but uh, as a Queensland resident, I actually miss, you know, f- for this reason, I miss the daylight saving thing, because I really got used to fucking footy starting early, like watching the on Friday, yeah. like start, football start at five o'clock. Exactly, fantastic. It's, it's brilliant, but um, yeah, now it's gone back, the clocks have, uh, yeah, the, the curtains have faded, and the clocks have gone back, and... Uh, we're all on even uh, even par now. Uh, the Raiders take on the, the Doggies on uh, Thursday night. Um, Canberra in Canberra is not a thing. Canberra in Rugby League is not even a thing at the moment. Uh, <clears throat> Papali dropped to reserves. Not sure, as I said earlier, I'm not sure he's the guy you want to make an example of. Probably better. Yeah. Uh, Blake Le- Austin's not back. He's uh, named in the in the, the what did you say the Tuesday? You got to name the more wit- players yeah. for the Tuesday squad. Yeah, he's in there, but. Um, Look, honestly, this is the most winnable game that they've had this season. It is, and I'm shocked that Canberra are starting favourites. What is the price? All, I, I, th- I thought when I was putting the tips in earlier today, I thought it had, it had evened up, but well, maybe Canberra, not. Canberra currently are $1.75 to Canterbury's $2.08. Oh, okay, so I thought, it was, yeah, I think it was about $1.85 for Canberra when I looked at it. So Now, I'm taking into account that when I looked at this, Mbai was named, mm-hmm. and he was named in the run-on. Still, he's still named at the moment. Uh, uh, you know, when I uh, got the teams together, well, I guess it's the exact same information. Yeah. Whatever came out this afternoon. So, um, I'm not sure. Look, and yeah, okay. So the the Raiders' first couple of games, they were in and fucked right at the end. Mm-hmm. 
Fuck, maybe I do tip the Raiders here because Canterbury aren't the team to fuck them at the end, although I just see the Dogs as having more points than them with a fit M-by at fullback. Pending M-by's inclusion, yeah. There's nothing that says that he's you know going to be tested or anything like that. Oh, it's just the, the seriousness of the concussion yeah. last week. Yeah, yeah, but... Um, I have, I just, I have no faith in the dogs whatsoever, and Canberra have become one of these teams now, along with Parramatta, where week by week, the win's going to come. Yeah, and it's going to be embarrassing when it comes. Yeah, <laughs> to, to who, who yeah. gets collected with it? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm going on a limb. Canberra to get their first win this week. You yep. heard it here first. Sharks take on the Roosters the Friday pub slot at Reclaim Australia and um, Dugan and Moylan back for the Sharkies and so that's the end of uh, Edric and uh, Hodkinson as the teams you know shuffle themselves accordingly Fuck. well young girls out there get yourself some Purell Edric Lee's not playing you'll have plenty of spare time <laughs> <laughs> so here we go this is this is ha- would have to be one of the more Settled slash optimal lineups that the Sharks are trotting out? Yes. Um, this one, just as last week, we were saying the, the Roosters were a big test for the the Warriors. This is a big test for the Roosters. You know, yeah. They'll, yeah, they'll need to uh, to reclaim a bit of pride and, and they'll want to go out there and I really think make a stand about what they're about. Yeah, and it's famous last words, but I mean, like the Sharks... Even if they were to lose, they don't tend to get smacked. Yeah, you know they can they they don't leak a lot of points. They don't. <laughs> I'm gonna say this, and the Roosters will win thirty six. Yeah. No, look, I, I tip the Roosters to come back here. No change to the Roosters. There's going to be a bounce back factor. I mean, surely Pride, Pride, if nothing else, will will fuck with the Roosters because that would have been a very demoralising, or like not not demoralising. I think that the you know. I think Trent's a good enough coach that he can uh, get them up for a game. But oh, yeah, they just got ambushed. A, just a, just a, a very surprising you know, slap in the face, a yeah. bucket of cold water. Um, and it's time for these guys like, you know, like Letters and Ted Ivano and um, Corner, Napa especially, yeah, uh, to, you know, take a good look at themselves because, I mean, they were the architects, you know, they were the ones that got rolled. And... Uh, pull their fucking fingers out and, yeah. uh, and give these other guys a bit of a platform. Mm. Okay, I'm going to say on this one, fuck, it's tough, hey? I'm going to go the Sharkies just because, you know, there's not a lot of points in them, there's, but there's not a lot of points against them either and it's at home and, you know. Mm. Dragons take on the Rabbitohs. Oh. The Dragons appear to be running out the same line lineup. Um, yep. Dewey on the bench because Reynolds is going into half for the Rabbits. Uh, yep. Look, I just don't think that the Dragons run ins here. Soft yeah. draw and all. I think they. I think they got enough to uh, to. Their forwards can definitely match those of the Rabbits. They certainly and can. That's, and that's only the only time the Rabbits are getting anything done is when their forwards start to fucking get on top of someone. And you know, it took them to the last couple of minutes against uh, <coughs> the Dogs to do so. Yeah. They're the, not going to get on top. The biggest difference between their forwards is the Dragons' forwards can catch. Yes. Which is crucial in this game. They don't have flippers for hands. That is true. The Tigers take on the Storm. Over in New Zealand as part of the double header, 
neutral ground for the revenge <coughs> game plays into the Storm's favour. They're pretty successful in New Zealand, and also it means they don't have to front up to Leichhardt or something like that. Yeah. Where the Storm, where the Tigers are generally harder to beat, and also historically have got the Storm there as well. Mm. Um, so, no change to the starting side of the, from the weekend for the West Tigers. Um, Storm. Chambers copped a couple of weeks, didn't he, for his he shenanigans? He got two weeks. For his shenanigans towards the later stages of the game last weekend. He struggled cut along Gallon. Mm-hmm. And uh, Finucane suspended, also injured. So Kenny Bromwich comes in and Wanda Sykes in 21. Fantastic. <laughs> that's something, you know, you're talking about Billy Slater move across to the right. Yeah, that's true. Wanda Sykes was busted, yeah. scored a lot of tries. Yeah, and created a lot too. Where's so. he been this year? I honestly, just I honestly unfit. Don't know. I not honest, honestly don't know. Fuck. But you know, as much as I, as much as I despise the Storm organisation and everyone involved in it, I, I do have enough respect for you know Bellamy that whatever it is is. Are you not there yet? Probably not a small thing. You, you remember when you were a fucking kid and you you know your dad had rouse on you, whatever you fucking oh you fucking no, 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 no. you're becoming the Storm. You're fucking purple cheats. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. You'll hear from my lawyers if you keep this fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I like your tone. And the storms in the cradle and the silver spoon. <laughs> um, but yeah, the point being, fucking Felice Cafusi. Put him in, coach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe he copped an injury and had some surgery. I think, I, think the, I think the storm... Over in New Zealand. Yeah, so do I. Just just with the way um, the the last end of the Tigers game finished uh, and, and the fact that you, you watch this ultra-disciplined storm side. Yep. If Ivan's got any smarts about him, he uses that to his advantage and his players play the most up-tempo game of their career mm-hmm. because the storm will be too afraid to try and halt it. Yeah, and they'll, they'll be penalised out of it. Based on, like, yeah, so... Yeah, few will be. Um, yeah I, I still don't think they're going to get scared yeah. of being, you know, smashed by penalties, though. Yeah. I, I don't think that's going to really worry the Storm too much. But, uh, but uh, you know, the Tigers, you know, this this season have been a side that have found difficult, uh, points difficult to come by. Yep. And we can look at last week, but I mean, last week could also be because Parramatta as well. Oh, I mean, Parramatta. Everyone's yeah. throwing points on Parramatta. That's it. So the fact that they only threw 30 on them, does that mean that their attack is still pedestrian? Yeah. I don't know, but the Storm, you know, their defence is pretty good. Yeah. Um, so it's going to have to be more of the Tigers, you know, first three rounds defence because, uh, yeah, I, I feel like the Storm, you know, just with the, yep. the revenge and all that sort of thing. I think they'll be they'll bounce back. The Warriors take on the Cowboys uh, as the second feature in the uh, Mount Smart Stadium doubleheader on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Once again, another test for the Warriors. Cowboys, you'd have to imagine being beaten at home like that. They'd be smarting as well. I mean, they don't often lose up there in Townsville. Yeah. And to lose in in, you know, in that fashion, you know, fairly convincing on the scoreline and everything like that. You know, Thurston, how does he respond? I haven't seen him play two cooked games in a row. Yeah. Um, you know, it, is he there mentally? He's saying he's retired from rep footy. Yeah. You know? The other the, the, yeah, the other thing as well, this is a tremendous opportunity for the Warriors. They've played most of the season away. Yep. This is a home game. Yep. A double header, so presumably yep. like a bigger crowd and more, and you know, more of a, an event. Yep. 
And this is their chance to showcase. Look at us. Here we are now. This I is, thought you were going to say showcase in New Jersey. This is the, <laughs> they probably will have a, have a commemorative doubleheader event. You know, four wins in a row to start the season commemorative jersey. They probably will. Um, I imagine it'll have some kind of flaming fucking ticky on it or something. That's generally what they roll out, isn't it? I'm, uh, I'm picking the Warriors here. I think so too. I think, um, no, look, I don't want to make any bold predictions about the Cowboys and their potential future in a competition this season. Mm. But uh, yeah, a lot of momentum home. And I just think the opportunity, oh, and uh, and Mannering returns. So, uh, mm. inspirational guy that held that fucking place together over, you know, almost a decade of mediocrity. Yeah, true. The Knights take on the Broncos in Newcastle. See what not not a bad game for the Broncos to get some form back. Yeah, maybe so, but um, and an opportunity for the Knights to to, really to knock in. out a heavyweight for the Knights to be the guy, the fister. That's in, correct. In the stepdad video mm. and really drive it home. Yes, that's, that's true. <laughs> okay, it's a yeah Herman Sese revenge game. <laughs> <laughs> given that given that Monga has uh, done his ACL and gone for the year, so he's not going to be there. Um, When's um, Pangai back? He is listed in the reserves in the twenty-one. He's listed in nineteen as an outside chance. Yeah. Okay. Because um, his spark, I think, was one of the key things missing from the Broncos. I tell you, but honestly, with between Ashley Klein. The goalpost and <laughs> and Tavita Pangai Jr. I mean that's that, yeah. that's your three two one for the Broncos this that's season. It. That is true. And and only by the grace of those three guys are they not like one and three. Or you know what? I tell you what. I'm, I'm going to fucking go the Knights here just out of some respect to the Novacastrians who fucking know what they call themselves. They do. Toowoombans. They're not going to sit. They're not going to sit there and, and let us. They're not going to let us speculate on what they want to be exactly. called because they've put it out there so much. Yeah. Already. That it's be, it's in the zeitgeist, and we know what they're called. Yeah, they're up the highway from a major city, mm-hmm. but you know, yep, it's a fucking lovely tourist destination. They didn't, they didn't let themselves become overcome by Hickdom. Its biggest attraction is not fucking Flower Week. <laughs> Could you imagine? I mean, because you know, a tourist attraction like that. I mean, it's bringing in like one demographic. Tell me this, old people. At the beginning of the year, yep. if I said to you that by round four. Mm-hmm. The Broncos and the Knights would both start at dollar ninety equals. Yeah, so surely you just uh, mm. start taking motor again because your brain is fucking <laughs> atrophying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, look, I'm going. I'm going the Knights too. Um, it's for largely for a different reason than you. I'm going just like purely out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> Because, uh, uh, you know, like, I guess like the secret, I want to will it into existence. <laughs> I want a big win. Kind of like the round one that the Dragons had. Uh, if not more. If they could touch 50, more the merrier. Mm. But yeah, I think like the Knights at home are always a, a decent proposition. Sure, there's, you, there'd have to be a bounce back factor for the Broncos because they're just traditionally and culturally too good to turn in multiple terrible performances in a row. It's a. It'll be telling this game. But then I start, Then I think back and think, okay, maybe that Titans one is just the culmination of the goalpost giving him the win over the Cowboys, the referee giving him the win over the Tigers. Yep. 
maybe this is just the the culminate. You know, the, the Titans game was the culmination of all that, and it's and yeah. the trend is more of the you know the, what we saw in the Titans game is more indicative of actually where they are. Yeah, again, it all falls down to Newcastle getting out there and going, well, Jesus Christ, if we get in there and bash these guys, yep. and don't forget this is a Newcastle, Newcastle side. Newcastle Knights revenge game too against Benny. That is true. Um, he who, took their gilf. Who couldn't... <laughs> you know, this nice team couldn't hold on to the ball, <laughs> so neither could the fucking Broncos. <laughs> so this may end up being the fucking, like, you know, cage fight between Christopher Reeve and Stephen Hawking. Yeah, yeah true. Agree, but but yeah, go on, Knights shock the world. The Titans take on the mighty Manly Seagulls at Marley Brown Oval, which is in Gladstone. Um, due to the fact that the Titans don't have a home ground at the moment, because uh, for at least for the next little while, it has uh, been seconded to Commonwealth Games duty. I found out today, you know what else has been seconded? What fucking government owned old age living facilities in Southport. That's like an athlete village, is it? Yeah, they fucking turfed the like old cunts out. Huh? What do they do with them? Send them to hospitals up in Brisbane. As an elite athlete, there's nothing more motivating than the smell of imminent death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking good job, Gold Coast. <laughs> it's, a, it's just like the like the the, the reported you know fuck fuck fest that the athletes' village and everything become. I mean, it just. <laughs> It's just like a, it's just like a weird sort of mouldy twist on it, right? Like, is it some sort of fucking liver medications that make you super horny or something? Is it? <laughs> anyway, oh yeah, manly, manly by thousands. I mean, I can't, the the Titans haven't got the motivation to. Um, I'm tipping the fucking Gold Coast and Ryan James to fucking cement his spot as the best halfback of that match. The return of the man, the, the, the legend, Dylan Walker, um, offsetting the loss of Tommy Turbo um, a little bit. Um, Frankenstein comes back into the side. He was a mainstay last year, so not as good as Sirenin, but, you know, not a not a, a massive loss. And uh, Jack Gosiewski is coming in on the interchange. Uh, Fuck, so I we'll hope see. Lewis Brown plays. Fuck, I hope Lewis Brown plays. Like, there was an article through the week. And Lewis Brown, he's he's resigned to his fate. He's accepted his fate. He is relishing Look, if somebody, his role as the mentor of, resi- of the reserve group. If somebody said to me, Jay, would you prefer Lewis Brown to play or to wipe AIDS from the face of the earth? I would sit down and I would probably think that, well, Lewis Brown's never been the subject of any Oscar-winning cinema. So Don't, don't know anyone with AIDS personally. Yeah. <laughs> Let him play. <laughs> fucking dare you put that evil on us. Um, yeah, look, I think I think Manly, more of the same. You know, the, the injuries, I mean, you know, Matthew Wright is serviceable, mm. um, but he's obviously no Tommy Turbo. You know, so you're losing a lot there th- through the, uh, the combination and everything like that. I still think the forwards will be able to do a job on the Titans guys, although, you know, I am wary of guys like... Um, like Jai Arrow and you know and Ryan James are playing you know fucking great at the moment. So, yeah, you know you can't argue with that. Um, but yeah, I'm confident that uh, the Titans they 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 got pounded. They got up for the one to you know kind of you know thumb their nose at Big Brother. 
Correct. And then now, emotionally, they've spent that, and uh, now it's time to, to resume their position at the bottom of the table. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the bottom of the table, the Parramatta Eels take on the Panthers. ANZ Stadium. Channel 9 game. Uh, Sunday afternoon. It always strikes me odd why, why we certain teams play certain teams twice so close in yeah, the season. Yeah, like, we see in the second t- Tigers the Storm yeah. game already as well. You know? Um, well, look, I mean, the, the Parramatta Eels that you play this weekend are a vastly more fucking humbled side. Yeah, that is true. First that is very true. Uh, these, look, as I said earlier, the, and that's, these guys get closer to the win each time. The team that, that gives them their first win is going to be embarrassed. It's not going to happen this week. Yeah, and that's the danger for Penrith. I know I said that fucking because the dogs and then they went. They you've never been a Penrith fan, Nathan. <sighs> yeah, but you know they they went into that Cowboys game, you know, expecting a tough, dominant opponent. Yeah, going in as underdogs, you know. Yeah, um, going in against a team that's struggling and leaking points, mm-hmm. it does scare me a little. But I have to tip the Panthers. I here. think you're absolutely fucked them up beyond all recognition, and it won't be like a fifty-four nil. Uh, they might get one on you, but it'll be sort of in the 36 to 6 range, yeah. I would expect. I would expect, anyway. Fantastic. Um, I think the Eels are just, I think they're just fucking shot at the moment. They're not They're not going through any personnel changes at all. Arcane Evans has been dropped. That's about it, right? Tony Williams, I mean, any team is still playing. It's 2018. Yeah. Tony Williams was never good. <laughs> <laughs> but he was less bad in the sort of 2009 to 2012, 11 sort of yes. bracket. So, I just, yeah. I just can't see where the first win for the Eels comes. Because I, look, I think through the competition, and which side do I need to see pitted up against them to even think they've got a fucking chance at this point? Canterbury. <sighs> see, I don't... Even then... Even then, I still like, and like, you know, you know how I feel about dogs, is, but like, is there a Paralympics sevens team? Yeah, I, I just, like, what's I is there know. a Para Commonwealth Games after the Commonwealth it's Games? Just weird. They, just, they just don't exhibit any of the trademarks of the fucking the side last year or what you would consider to be a Brad Arthur coach team. Yeah, I mean, that I mean, look, I don't, I don't wish anything great for that guy's that guy's life, but he's gonna fucking be unemployed <laughs> within a month the way they're going. <laughs> How long do they hold on? How, how long does he have? How long does Ricky Stewart have? Until they fuck him off. Would they fuck him off this year? Would they fuck him off mid-season if they, if, if say they didn't lose, mm. say they, lost, they both lost nine games in a row? I eight think, games in a row. I think it would depend strongly on how heavily they were involved in recruitment. I just wonder what's going on. Like, did you see that thing with Moses? So. And the, the, where the audio got captured? No. Oh, where like, he was yeah, given like, the fucking... Yeah, he's like, get up. He's like, fuck me, cunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A guy, a guy like it, that, you can't tell me that he has the respect of the old fucking war horses like you're both Scots and stuff. Yeah. You cannot tell me that he has their respect and they're willing to fucking... M- missing 30 like, tackles a game and yeah. having him tell him to get it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 You, you can't you, you can't tell me that he has the, that you know as the guy who's supposed to be guiding the team around I mean in conjunction with Norman who's also having a terrible fucking season and he's out in the piss you know what I mean like yeah. how are those guys the guys that the pigs are going to like lay down and yeah. fucking yep. you know, spot on 100% just don't see it so yeah you're going to go down by 14 points and then come back and win by 18 <laughs> Thank you.
Okay, let's hit some mailbag action for the week. Doz tweets said, I express episode in quotes, two hours. Yeah, fuck you. We've explained that already. <laughs> hey, Sam Warden, um, I don't have anything against unions per se, says stepdad in his best Tony Abbott impression. Oh, sorry, fucking Karl Marx. Yeah, apologies, comrade. I'm, I'm sorry. What, do you want the reward of the many to fucking come from the few? Maybe we can all get huh? Oscars. Yeah. How about that? Exactly. Maybe we all get Emmys. Share them, cunt. <laughs> Super Grover 4. Great episode, but... Except for Nate is leading Gronk of the Year for his BS nothing to see high gloss polishing over the most heinous salary cap reached by his rabble club <laughs> who got gaped by Mr. E-Bunny last week. Check yourself, sir. Oh, I can't wait to fucking burn you, can't. Um, De Niro said, I-, I love how in the manly cheating discussion on this week in league, the most indignation Nate showed was when his team was called Perth. <laughs> it's basically how your team operates. Because you're not challenging the findings, you're, ch- you're challenging the penalty. No, they're challenging the interpretations. They aren't challenging the conclusion that they drew. No. There was no... There was no, there was no uh, so you cheats. In our opinion, we adhered to the TPA rules to the letter. That's not the NRL's opinion. So let's test the opinions and see whose opinion is correct. I wonder how that speeding ticket would have gone for you if you've said, it, in my opinion, I was doing 60. <laughs> 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 yeah, I've always, I've always, I've maintained, you know, I've, I accepted that, you know, <laughs> I, was not, I wasn't, I wasn't saying I was, I was doing sixty with no evidence. <laughs> like, I, 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 I knew, I knew the deal. Um, Ma underscore Aaron, I hope Mrs J is feeling better soon, stepdad. I've con- contacted your local good guys and they've replacement microwave on standby. <laughs> Deep cuts. That is, I, I until I'd read that tweet, that and is I was fucking like, deep cuts. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, she's because uh, that was a hospital episode last time, wasn't yeah, it? And you, you yeah, fuck your microwave. That, yeah, that, yeah. Um, <laughs> it, uh, yeah, she's in for surgery tomorrow, so fingers crossed. This is the last one, and then it's a uh, a two or three week recovery. All right, and you have to do it in in the in there, or is it, you know? Yeah, it's all it's all digestive stuff. Yep. So, to yep. to. Being in hospital, they can pump her full of fucking liquid drips and stuff. Nutrients and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mitch the Geo. Dearest this week in league, I was at the beach with the family. My wife went for a beach walk and returned saying, I found your dream woman. She's wearing a twill shirt. I couldn't find her. Is this a trap or does the perfect woman exist at Bar Beach? Which I'm told is at Newcastle. Yes, it is a trap. And you failed by trying to find her. Yes. The correct answer was... No, honey, it's you. Yeah, I, don't I don't see you wearing a twill shirt. And then just just accepting the fact that she's out there. <laughs> the minute you got up to look, you, you failed. You, you felt it. I mean, it was one of, you stepped into the bear trap and it severed your leg at the fucking ankle. And that shit is going in the memory banks for fucking years. Yeah, just wait till the next time you piss her off. Go on looking for that, that slut. Yeah. The bar beach. Yeah. It's coming back up to haunt you. Uh, penalties, as we were talking about earlier, Ben Dunn 43. One thing to take away from all these penalties, they're not incorrect. Players need to be better. It's round four for fuck's sake. Adjust and do better. I don't think it's less as round four. It's just that they've had it too good for too long. Yeah. Years and years and years and years. That's it. Mendoza one underscore rod. Mendoza. So fucking sick of people pissed off with the penalties. Get the fuck back on side. How fucking hard is it? League is the only sport where rule bending is allowed. That's it. 
Um, 40 zip. Can you imagine this clamp down by refs with back chat in the 90s? Twos would have been in the bin every week. I think there's a couple others. I think take, even more recently, I reckon Jamie Lyon would be in the bin every week. He was known, he yeah, was known to go up and yeah, have a yeah. chat. And, and you know they got they got the shits with him like yeah. every single game. And there's probably a, another dozen players more that yeah, uh, I think. I, I can't think of any more off the top of my head. But um, like the first one with Jamie Lyon, I thought, man, they they already had the shits with him. Like, I mean, if there was some sort of like mandate where you could sim bin people for back chat all the time, yeah. he wouldn't have fucking played. A, <laughs> he wouldn't have partly played. Um, De Niro, um, if the Panthers make the grand final, Maloney must come into consideration for an immortal. Has any other player in such an influential position got four teams to the grand final and winning two? The caveat he's got in there is he's yeah. in such an influential position because, because you've got guys like Lazarus half, yeah. who won a lot of fucking grand yeah. finals. But I mean, props are important, but are they, you know? Yeah, true. How influential? Mm. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to say immortal. I mean, there's plenty of other stuff that. Look, I'm worried about fucking Parramatta. Stop talking about grand finals and immortals. <laughs> Look, you got an immortal. You got an immortal, a future immortal future. apparently steering you around. Yeah, we've had one of them for the last couple of years. He's steering you got the grand final. <laughs> Uh, K underscore Rod 91. James Hooper using the phrase manly with flog with a wet lettuce leaf. Where did I hear that just after lunch today for the first time in my life? No, look, we're, I, we cannot possibly claim that. I've heard that one a thousand times before. Mm. Uh, look, believe me, if someone uses, I mean, some random shit that we say, then sure. Like, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely claim it where we can, but that one, there's no, no way. No way that came from us. No. Saint underscore Lando. The noun for residents of said the noun for residents of Toowoomba is obviously Toowoomba Lumpers. Real dad. Just check to make sure he's still yes. listening. And uh, yeah, Toowoombans. Of all the options that we floated, the most vanilla, boring ass. Is yeah. the Toowoombans. That's the one. They're not like the Wombles. They're not like Toowombles. I really like Toowoomba Lumpers, though. Yeah. I love it. That was probably the best one. It was better than our ones. Uh, I got some Tool Tourists, the biggest tiger. When everyone's out enjoying the day, but you're inside watching uh, Fox NRL replays because football is life at the Wombarra Bolo. Fuck yeah. Uh, we had uh, Pecco Niccolo. Jake, was Jake... Did he turn up to the... Was it the first... The the first stepdad era meetup? Or was it the last... Glen era meetup. I don't I can't remember. remember but he, was, he, was at, he was at one a couple of uh, one of the ones where we started at the Keg and Brew and then went up the up the road. But um, he sent us a photograph. Undefeated baby hashtag dad bod Mount Kosciuszko tour tourist. Okay, well done. Uh, coincidentally, one eyed tiger spent a great week road tripping and camping through the Warren Bungle and Kosciuszko National Parks, culminating in West Tigers victory on Easter Monday with some awesome humours from Twitter. And he had his uh, stubby holder hashtag winning no asterisk. Good shit. And uh, finally, we've got tell you what, though, yep. that that's why you got to be happy for the Tigers at the moment because mm-hmm. there are just some fucking good humans. Yes, that have been staunch through some shit times. Oh, they've been staunch, and we've been, we've been, you know, having having our fun and making Tigers into client shirts and all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and still, no, fucking well done. They keep themselves nice. Well done. <laughs> uh, Ives eighty one. Uh, a photograph from the hotel room in uh, Times Square in New York. You know, it's supposed to be spring, and yep, that's snow falling this morning. If this keeps up, I'm looking forward to getting my ref's fault scarf in the membership. Okay. And uh, yeah, we decided to go to the ref's fault scarf, and rather than um, put the other mystery item in, uh, 
and increasing the price of the membership, what we'll do is we'll actually we'll, it'll be cheaper than last year, and then uh, in conjunction with, we had a good discussion last week uh, after doing the show, and we'll basically provide more options that people can buy through the year or whatever. And if you want to grab it and in the membership, you know we'll be able to keep the price down on that. So it works out great. So that's going to be happening. Mm-hmm. Um, where are we? That's it. Episode two eighty one. Thanks for listening, everyone. Always, as always, you can um, interact on Twitter. Yes. Just as a last shout out, yes, to a, a long term listener and fellow long suffering Panthers fan, yes. Mick the Perm. Yes, um, you know, also has some uh, some family with some some health issues at the moment. Mm-hmm. So big love to your brother. We're, we're thinking of you and uh, sending good vibes your way. And yes, hoping for the best. Last man standing. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. I was just doing the facebook.com forward slash this week in league, blah, blah, blah. iTunes, no reviews this week. Take yourself to iTunes in the podcast section. Go to sports and recreation. Look into what's hot section. We'll always be second on the list there. It seems like it's our permanent spot mm-hmm. forever. And uh, click in there, rating, review. And please, if you're overseas, you. let us know because we only yes. see Australia. We're only looking at Australia iTunes store. And so if you're, if you're in the UK or New Zealand or the States... Unless you're in the Singapore, then you can get fucked. No, if you're in Singapore, they probably fucking cane you for leaving a review for us. Yeah, so true. please do. Yeah. You got one coming. <laughs> <laughs> you could use a good cane. Um, tipping. Giannis on top. Obviously, uh, still riding on the, the Dragons victories. Uh, captain. And he's on top solo, 21 points. Then we've got everyone else in the top 10s, one point back on 20. Captain Cuck, Matt, Jordan Smith, Queels, Tucker, Jared Ash, Pelay, Big Tiger, and Mellon. Um, Super coach. I'll get into that and then we can do the last one. We've got uh, the Hot Cosbys. On top by three points. Uh, Pineapples for the Pokies in second. Dingbats, Kirkinators, Grey Ghosts, Captain Robo Cuck. <laughs> <laughs> the Cheap Seats, Son of a Guth, Bought Not Bread, and Year of the Top 15. And uh, Troy underscore 79 sent us a tweet said, uh, geez, Captaining Turbo was a masterstroke. Very good week in Supercoach. Moved up 9,800 spots to be in the top 1,200 and went up 17 spots to be number one in this week in league group. Congratulations, sir. He's always been decent at Supercoach, though. Well, it's because every other cunt in the world captained them by. (laughs) 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 All right. Last man standing. There was uh, good or bad, good slash bad news. I guess depends how you want to take it. There was no last man standing, so you fucking cunts couldn't even get that simple concept left. Not even one of you. Not even one. And what there was? Was there seven left going I, into this round? Something like that. I don't know what fucking year it is. Oh, there was. Yeah, I think it was seven. I want to say there was seven. Yeah. And by my calculations, everyone dropped this week. So, so you said there were three games that were tipped on. A lot of people, I think it was some three. people, some people yeah. went down tipping the Broncos versus the Titans. Broncos. Um, Others went down tipping. A couple of dumb shits tipped against the mighty Penrith Panthers and got butt fucked for it. Fucked yep. degenerates. That was probably the, the largest pool, wasn't it? No. Oh, really? No. Um, so where they mostly drop them? East Roosters, versus East, yeah, Roosters, okay, yeah, Roosters yeah. versus the Warriors was another one. So, um, so that's 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 it. That so what, we we will. Um, calculate the the funds. How much was divvy them up? And chuck them out to you. 
and chuck them out there divided by seven or whatever the numbers turned out to be and the final week. We'll take another week's break and get yep. round two started. So, <laughs> did you think it would be restarting again by round me. six? I, I thought we'd go at least till Origin. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we'd get the break over Origin to yeah. you know reset it. But um, good competition this year just shows how good the NRL is. is uh, yeah, at least in terms of like, if not even, but like unpredictable. That's it. So, which is great. We're going to um, delete all the fucking emails. I'll send it out on Twitter and send out emails again. Yep. Excellent. Get round two. All right. Peace. That's it. Next week. Talk to you next week. Later. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.